Mary Health, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Gehrings, Vagley Napa Auto, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Tudor Square, and our scoring drive sponsor is Assured Partners Insurance. We want to thank you so much for joining us here for Countdown to Kickoff. And we've got um, an exciting pregame show for you. We'll talk a little bit about how the Bulldogs found themselves here at 3-0 and on the season and what tonight should look for the keys to victory for the Bulldogs and what the Lions need to do to secure their first victory. And as always, my main man, Tom, as connected as he is, he used those connections to speak with both head coaches before the game. Folks, I'm telling you, the guy is connected. More connections than AT&T. Trust me when I tell you that. So we'll hear from both head coaches as well. All of that and more right here on Countdown to Kickoff, streaming live at WRBIRadio.com and on the new WRBI app. And at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. And we're joined by the coach of the Rushville Lions, uh, Isaac Slager. And uh, coach, uh, you know, some near misses as far as wins and losses, but uh, overall your assessment of how your team has played to this point. You know, we, we've said this from the beginning when we took over a couple years ago that, you know, when we build this program from the ground up, we're going to be a team that fights till the very end. Uh, you know, we're going to keep scratching and clawing, and we're going to find a way to get the job done to go compete for a conference championship. Um, you know, out of all of those weeks, you know, the biggest thing that we have needed to improve the most on is just understanding how to finish. Um, you know, week one we had, you know, several drops, uh, three or four drop scores, and still had a chance to win it at the end. Um, and ultimately we didn't finish. Week two, Shelbyville, similar situation. We have a way to, you know, come back into things and um, at the end let a few things slip by and a lot of self-inflicted wounds all three weeks. Um, You know, last week even, we're up, you know, going into half and last play of the half, we're on the six-inch line. Um, And that's a completely different ball game if we go into the half up two scores. Um, It's just about finishing right now for us and understanding again to to take the next step in our culture process. Um, You know, last year was the first year in a long time that we've competed with a lot of teams in our conference. And again, part of that process that we talked about when you rebuild that culture is everything's in stages. And last year we got into the phase now of you know, competing against teams that we had never really competed with here for quite some time and finding a way to win some games that, you know, 
and years prior may have been kind of close. And for us now, I think we're teetering on that verge of, you know, finding ways to win games that we weren't supposed to win at all and then comp- continuing to take the next step, not only competing with conference teams, but then going to compete for a conference championship. And speaking of the conference foes, you got the Batesville Bulldogs here tonight at the Dog Pound for Homecoming. And um, what uh, about them uh, jumps out at you? Man, they got athletes. Um, no, it's uh, and it's very reminiscent of uh, you know the old East Central offense, obviously. But no, they they run a lot of power. Um, you know, obviously with Kaiser kid out at receiver, uh, he's he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, you know, Jaisal obviously is a really good baseball player, but he's a very good football player too. He's put on a little bit more weight, and uh, you can tell that he's been working in the weight room. Um, so, I mean, th- those two obviously reach out. And then, you know, one of the bigger ones, obviously, is the Pullman kid. Um, you know, they want to give him the ball 20, 30-plus times a game and let him kind of tote the rock around. And, you know, I, th- I think those three in particular from a skill position standpoint. Um, but, man, somebody that I just think is an absolute unit up front is Weiler. Um, you know, number 44, he, he's a kid that over the last couple of years, just with us kind of obviously seeing Batesville a few extra times with sectionals, um, he's a kid that's developed a lot over the last couple of years and um, very gritty kid, um, very strong and just finds a way to want to finish. And um, he, he's somebody that really sticks out to us. And uh, real quickly, some uh, keys for your guys tonight. For us, one of the bigger things, again, is, you know, we're, we're in a situation now where, like what we talked about, you know, we're going here tonight to compete for a conference championship. Obviously, Batesville got the first, you know, hammer down last week on South Dearborn, um, and we feel like we're what stands in the way right now, um, you know, from them being able to succeed with that. But at the end of the day for us, we've got to make sure that we control the ball. Um, you know, one thing, again, that, that goes back to is finishing, um, you know, with our style of tempo and what we want to do philosophically, we want to control the tempo of the game. If we want to slow things down, we'll slow things down. If we want to go warp speed fast, we'll go warp speed fast. But part of that means that we've got to make sure that we're finishing drives. And when we get inside the red zone, we find ways to finish in the red zone. Um, those two things, in, to me, are um, from an offensive standpoint, the two things that glaringly stand out for us tonight. Uh, defensively, we've obviously got to control those three. Um, between Pullman, we got to be able to stop the run. Um, we got to be able to make sure that we can control Kaiser on the end and uh, make sure that we keep Jaisal in the pocket and you know, make sure that he doesn't beat, him, uh, beat us with his legs. Well, Coach Isaac Sliger of the Rushville Lions, we appreciate your time tonight. Uh, good luck, and as always, have fun. Thank you, sir. All right, once again, our thanks to Coach Isaac Sliger of the Rushville Lions for joining us in tonight's pregame show, and we'll be back with more on WRBIRadio.com and the free, also the new WRBI app. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. 
And we're joined by the head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulrey. And, uh, Coach, uh, you got your uh, first conference win and uh, back in conference tonight against the Rushville Lions. And uh, what is it about Rushville that uh, jumps out at you? Uh, tempo, uh, that's the big thing. You can't really see that in film, but just knowing um, coach and, and, and playing them here the last couple of years, tempo's a big thing. They get a lot of plays off. Um, and uh, their team speed. I mean, they got a lot of good speed and um, skill guys that uh, can definitely stretch you vertically. So uh, you got to find a way to kind of keep those guys in check, get them off their timing. Um, but yeah, their team speed um, and just overall tempo, the way they play, uh, is very impressive, to be honest. In uh, speaking with uh, Coach Isaac Sliger earlier, he was talking about uh, his team having trouble finishing, and um, you know that obviously that's one of the things that your guys are going to be aware of tonight to make sure that they don't finish. Yeah, I, I mean to be honest, and I try to tell our guys all week, trying to hound. I mean, you cannot look at the record; they're zero and three. Uh, but quite frankly, they could be very easily three and zero. I mean, they in every situation, every game, they've been right there, right in it. Um, you know, they've given up some plays, they've had some explosive plays. Um, and just quite, quite frankly, just they, you know, again, yeah, again, obviously didn't hear your interview, but uh, I would say, yeah, they just didn't finish some, some things. And um, so, you, you know, it gets to a point where I'm sure he's hounding that and our guys, you know, we've been trying to hound the same thing because we've been not finishing a lot of things as well. So uh, we expect uh, them to come in here with great energy and look to get their first one of the year. And as far as some keys to a win tonight, uh, what do you feel that those are, especially, uh, you know, with all the distractions of homecoming week and everything? Well, I think some of the things that we can control, you know, obviously is just, uh, un, you know, just unforced uh, turnovers or unforced uh, penalties. Uh, we just got to play clean football. Uh, I think the big thing for us is can we disrupt uh, their timing offensively, get them frustrated, uh, get after their quarterback, cause turnovers. Uh, basically kind of what we did last week, you know, and I think that that's going to be the big piece. I think uh, right now I think, uh, I got a lot of faith in our defense and the way they're playing. I think that outside of maybe about one quarter against Indian Creek, they played some really good football all year. So uh, we, we got to you know, get after them, cause some turnovers, get some short fields, uh, finish drives, uh, win the game again in the trenches. So uh, if we can do those things, I think we'll be in a really good spot come you know, a couple hours from now. All right, well, Coach Evan Ulrey of the Batesville Bulldogs, we appreciate your time this evening. Good luck, and as always, have fun. All right, thank you. All right. Once again, our thanks to Coach Evan Ulrey of the Batesville Bulldogs for joining us in the pregame show, and we'll be back with more after this on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Do you have trouble falling or staying asleep? If so, you may want to talk to a doctor about whether a sleep study is right for you. At Margaret Mary Health, Sleep studies are completed in their comfortable sleep clinic located on their main campus. Additionally, Margaret Mary partners with sleep physicians from the Christ Hospital Health Network to determine a treatment plan that's right for you. To learn more about Margaret Mary's sleep clinic, talk to your doctor or visit them online at mmhealth.org. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. 
countdown to kickoff continues here on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Listen, if you haven't done so, you need to go directly to your app store. Don't pass go. Don't collect $250 (laughs) and download the WRBI app. You can listen to it all day long, all the all these your favorite songs, news reports, and of course, right here on Friday night, so you can check out local area high school football. We want to thank you again for joining us for countdown to kickoff. We're looking at about a little over seven minutes to go here before uh, kickoff starts. And Tom, you had an opportunity to speak with uh, both head coaches. And let's talk a little bit about these Rushville Lions. They've been close this year in their games. The record tells you one thing, but if you're really looking at it, most of those games, they were in those games. Uh, most of them they lost by only one score, less uh, Shelbyville. Um, I mean, these it, its I get the feeling that they're poised to break one open. Yeah, they absolutely are. I mean, they've been this close. Um, I remember uh, in week two uh, mm-hmm. talking to uh, Ryan Lankerman from Milan about how he liked the third and fourth quarters, but the second and uh, third quarters were not so good because Rushville, what they did to uh, them that night. And then uh, they had the lead on Franklin County early last week and then ending up uh, losing by 20 late due to the war on attrition mm-hmm. of the uh, Wildcats. But, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, averaging uh, 31 points a game while giving up 18 a contest. And uh, this is just, uh, you know, one of those uh, you know, big rebuilding processes that Coach Sliger has gone through in his third year at Rushville, 2-21, uh, and 21, both of those coming in the first two weeks of last season. But, uh, you know, they're going to get somebody eventually, uh, no question about it. I mean, this is a team, it's a veteran team, returned seven uh, starters on defense, nine returning starters on offense. Uh, They like to run the spread option. That's something Batesville's got to be on the lookout for. And uh, defensively, they like to run the 3-3 stack. So, uh, again, it's just as uh, Coach Slager mentioned, his team uh, just needs to find a way to finish. And then as we spin it around to the other side of the field with – Evan Olry and the Bulldogs, did you get any sense from speaking to him that he or his coaching staff was viewing or treating this game um, like the classic trap game because they're coming in 3-0, and Tom? Of course, you've got East Central that most likely will be undefeated when they meet them next week. It'd be very easy with homecoming and everything to overlook the winless Lions and start thinking about next week. Yeah, um, based on his comments, I felt like it was. He didn't say trap game, but uh, the way he was talking, the way he approached it, and some of his verbiage in that interview, I took it that uh, he and the coaching staff uh, feel like uh, this could be your classic trap game. Mm-hmm. In fact, an 0-3 team, it's uh, you know, a bit of a wounded dog, so to speak, but uh, nevertheless, a team that will get somebody eventually, oh, yeah. and that's kind of what uh, the uh, sense that uh, Coach Ulrey had uh, talked to me about and had mentioned that the, the fact that you know they're just right there they're right there on the cusp certainly certainly uh so again just a few minutes here before um kickoff we will step away briefly for a moment and come back and talk about some uh other keys to victory for either team also to get you set with the slate of games that we'll be keeping an eye on um throughout southeastern indiana this is countdown to kickoff streaming live at wrbi radio.com and the new wrbi app 
Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's coverage of high school football is being brought to you this evening in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutzwiller, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Tom, what do we have on our slate for games going on throughout the area? Well, the uh, number one team in Class 4A, the East Central Trojans, hop the bus, head up to Brookville to take on the Franklin County Wildcats of Coach Wes Gilman. That is our game on 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead and Jerry Stinger are your congenial announcers for that one. Also, it is the number three team in Class 3A, the Lawrenceburg Tigers, visiting the Greensburg Pirates. The number nine team in Single A, the North Decatur Chargers, visiting Shenandoah. South Decatur is at Crawford County. Milan also having homecoming tonight. They welcome in the Switzerland County Pacers. And uh, one more uh, bonus game uh, involving EIAC teams, Connorsville at South Dearborn. And as far as uh, tonight's contest here between Batesville and Rushville, the officials for tonight's game, the referee is Terry Adams from Lima, Ohio. The umpire from Havana, Cuba, Mark Rodriguez. The head linesman, Donald Hemmock from Mooresville. The linesman is Del Asher from London, Kentucky. And the back judge is Marcus Davis from Cincinnati. Uh, we'll step away for the national anthem. You're listening to High School Football on WRBI and the new WRBI app. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Make some time to visit your local Napa store. Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. This month, get Napa Extended Life or Green Ready-to-Use Universal Antifreeze and Coolant, just $9.99 a gallon. Napa Diesel Exhaust Fluid, $12.99 for 2.5 gallons. Shell Rotella T4 Triple Protection Motor Oil, 15W40 and 10W30, just $19.49 a gallon. And Seafoam Auto Marine Fleet Motor Treatment, $8.49 for 16 ounces. Visit Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. 
Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Southeastern Indiana's Sports Voice is Country 103.9, WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football being brought to you tonight in part by Margaret Mary Health, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. So both teams now, Tom, are out in the center of the field for a handshake and coin toss. Bulldogs, of course, being at home, being that it is homecoming, they're wearing their traditional home blues. Uh, with white pants and the white helmet. And the visiting Lions, they're all wearing their road whites, white tops with black bottoms, bright, shiny red helmets. I like the red helmet. Yes, it pops. Uh, And the numbers are black, trimmed in red. And Batesville won the toss. They deferred to the second half, so they will kick off, and Rushville will get the ball first. They'll drive toward Interstate 74 off to our right. So Rushville goes from left to right as uh, we begin this uh, ball game tonight here at uh, the Dog Pound. So, again, uh, you know, Batesville, the uh, 13-7 winner a year ago at Hinshaw Field at Rushville. And, of course, uh, these two teams could face each other in the postseason. Sure, They're both in Class 3A Sectional 31. So, uh, you know, there's always that possibility. Uh, this is also a sectional that includes Indian Creek and also the uh, the 800-pound uh, uh, monster, the Lawrenceburg Tigers, the defending champs and the, the number three team in uh, Class 3A. So uh, looking forward to uh, you know, get this uh, game underway here and to get the homecoming going and, you know, all, all that other good stuff and a beautiful night here at the Dog Pound. It really, really is, son. Uh, not quite going down back behind the tree lines just yet, providing a ample amount of sunshine out on the field uh cool temperatures a light breeze as well so yes a great night for high school football tom you mentioned last year's score that 13 to 7 and that's really just another added ingredient into this 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 stew that is the trap game because for the lions they look at that score last year and say to themselves we were right there we can beat this team yeah, this is, you know, the expression, playing with house money, that's exactly what the Rushville Lions are doing at this point. Uh, you know, uh, coming up 0-3, but a very deceptive, as we mentioned, 0-3. So, uh, again, uh, they're, they're on the road. They're going to let it all hang out, as they say. So, uh, it's pretty Wanell uh, tees it up for the Batesville Bulldogs, and it'll be uh, Keegan Bowles and Ralph Eakins uh, back deep to receive the kick for the Rushville Lions. So, there goes the whistle, so we are ready to play to kick off week number four in high school football. One L is ready to go. Raises the right hand, lowers it, and drops the boom on this one. Skips set about the 25 right into the hands of the ball carrier that, and that was Eakins. Eakins with a decent return on the play. He'll set the Lions up to get started on their first play from scrimmage at about the 35-yard line. 
Alex Kreckler in on the stop on special teams for the Batesville Bulldogs. And, of course, he was the ball hawk last week with oh, the yes. three interceptions. He has four on the year, so uh, it'll be interesting to see, if, especially if Rushville goes to the air with the Nick Jarman at quarterback. He's 42 of 95 on the year, 619 yards passing, three touchdowns, however, three interceptions. Jarman from the pistol with a hard count that got the Bulldogs to jump on the very first play of the game. I don't know if I've ever seen that, but uh, there was obviously something that the Lions saw that said, we can get them early. Let's make a short field quick, fast, in a hurry. They pick up five free ones. Yep, saw something either on film or in the scouting of last week in the game at South Dearborn. This time a normal snap count. Quickly hand off to uh, number seven, Harper Miller. And Miller moves forward, picks up a few yards there. And, yeah, good to start there by uh, Harper Miller as he just shot out of the cannon as quickly they go up-tempo to the Rushville Lions as Coach Sliger expected to do. It's going to be second and one for the Lions. Jarman going to look to the sideline, a last-second check with me. Takes the snap, looking off to his left, delivers a strike outside the numbers. And the Bulldogs rally to the ball to force the ball carrier out of bounds, but not before picking up the first down and moving into Bulldog territory. Braden Wilson the, with a reception, a little curl pattern now on the uh, sideline, just outside the numbers, and uh, taken out of bounds across the way by Kay Kaiser, but not before the Rushville Lions penetrate Batesville Bulldog territory. They have it at the Batesville 46. And they're going to hand off again straight up the middle this time. Immediately wrapped up as he approached the line of scrimmage. Going to fall forward for maybe a one-yard gain. I'll bring up second and nine. And that was Harper Miller in on the uh, carry, but he was met immediately a a real stonewall there in the form of number 44, Bobby Weiler. And uh, that's who uh, Isaac Sliger talked about specifically uh, on defense and, and also on offense, what a hoss that uh, Weiler is and a force, and he was absolutely a force there, pickup of only one on the play. Again from uh, the pistol, three-receiver set, going to roll to his right. It's a quarterback, re- uh, excuse me, uh, that the RPO action there for Jarman, and he looked like he had an opportunity to pitch that one, but decided to keep it himself and kind of gave himself up back behind the line of scrimmage. He really did. Uh, probably, you know, we credit uh, Carter Bowman with the tackle, but it was really a, a case of he just made ever so slight contact, mm-hmm. and uh, Jarman ended up uh, d- taking a knee down at the 49-yard line, still in Batesville territory. So that'll set up a third and 13 Rushville. At the Batesville 49, uh, just over 10 minutes to go in the opening quarter. No score. Credit the Bulldogs for their lane and gap integrity there on that read option. They were able to stay at home. Yep, they did a good job of carrying out their assignments. And like that, just like that, Isaac Slager's going to take his first time out. So something that uh, head coach Slager didn't like. We'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to high school football on WRBI and the new WRBI app. When superhero students need super fast internet, it's Great Plains Communications to the rescue. Set your kids up for success with fast, fiber-powered internet and more to keep them connected to teachers, friends, and family. Super fast internet for your superhero students and money-saving offers from your hometown internet hero, Great Plains Communications. Sign up now to take advantage of great back-to-school offers at gpcom.com or call 833-341-2324. Offer valid on residential services only through September 22nd, 2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. 
Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football brought to you tonight by Garings, Vaguely Napa Auto, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Tudor Square Realty. Again from the gun, Jarman set to go after the 30-second timeout. Sends a man in motion. Looking off to his right, going to throw it. Got a man there. And trying to locate the ball at the last second was Damian Dash, but the receiver was out of bounds when he caught it. He was able to bring the, 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 the ball in was Chase Wolf, but he was out of bounds. Yeah, good, good catch there. However, as you said, Terrence, he was out of bounds by about, a, about two yards. Chase Wolf, the senior, has 14 catches, 185 yards, and a touchdown on the year. But uh, just missed ever so slightly, so Braden Wilson will go back in punt formation for the Rushville Lions. So fourth and long, and a rugby-style kick there is going to one-hop into the hands of Damian Dance, and Dance fighting for some extra yards there is going to move this one out past the 20, just shy of the 25-yard line. He was absolutely uh, stonewalled there by Harper Miller and uh, got away from him uh, for a little bit, then Drew McKee finished him off to uh, the uh, Rushville special team. So a first and 10 for the Batesville Bulldogs, their first possession of the ball game, and they'll start out at their own 23-yard line. No score, 9.36 to go in the opening quarter. And we've seen this new-look Bulldog offense now for three weeks in a row, Tom, and mm-hmm. they like to really ground and pound the rock um, out of the I formation as Geisel goes under center. Sends a man in motion. It's Kreckler. And they hand off to the fullback, Bobby Weiler. And Weiler, more than a load, <laughs> able to move the crowd forward. And a modest gain there on first down. Yeah, just uh, ran right up the middle. Nice uh, job by the point of attack. And there's uh, Adrian Apodaca, one of the uh, leading tacklers for the Rushville Lions, coming up on the stop. So pick up a five on the play, grounded out by Weiler. And uh, so it'll be a second and five Batesville at their own 28. Weiler stays in in that fullback position, has Gage Pullman behind him. Geisel under center. Going to pitch this one back to Pullman. Pullman just uses his blockers and then turns on the speed on the outside, crosses the 50-yard line before he's tackled. Yeah, brought down from behind by Sam Pavey, but uh, nice job there by Bobby Weiler at the full block uh, position, coming up and leading the convoy and other uh, offensive linemen on that left side of the offensive line as they ran it out to the left side, bounced it just inside the numbers, and then Pullman takes it down to the Rushville 47-yard line, first and 10, Batesville. Nice pickup there for Pullman, and I expect to see this duo a lot this evening. Geisel may be checking at the line. Goes under center, going to hand off to Pullman again and again. Pullman following Weiler, but this time gets tackled from behind. Didn't find that second lane that he found on the previous run. Yeah, good job by Sam Pavey, the uh, junior, excuse me, sophomore linebacker, six foot one, 190 pounds, came up from his linebacker position, led the charge, and had the initial contact, and held him to a gain of two on the play. So it'll be second and eight Batesville at the Rushville 45. So they make a quick personnel change as Weiler goes out, Dance and company come back in with Kreckler and Kaiser now in the formation. Fakes the handoff. Jai's going to keep it himself, and the Lions were ready for that. 
Geisel tried to get around on the right-hand side, Tom, and there was no room there. Yeah, film study at uh, action there is uh, Landon Browning coming up on the tackle. Also, uh, Drew McKee got him from behind, got him around the ankles and held on for dear life. So a pickup of one on the play will be third and seven, Batesville, at the Rushville 44-yard line. Tried to make some room for Geisel by bringing in all these receivers to kind of loosen things up. But, again, the Lions weren't buying it. No, they didn't. I mean, Batesville, uh, a little bit window dressing there with all those wide receivers and taking, you know, uh, Weiler out of the contest for that one uh, down. But, uh, nevertheless, uh, good job by the Rushville defense. And Batesville's going to have to burn a timeout. Looked like there was... A little confusion in where these receivers were going to line up. And rather than make a mistake and take a penalty, all recalls a timeout. And we are going to take a timeout as well. You're listening to High School Football on WRBI and the new WRBI app. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty Team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at TudorSquare.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football brought to you in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutzweiler, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Coming out of the timeout, Geisel's going to roll to his left looking to throw, delivers, pass down the left-hand side of the field, but it goes incomplete. It'll be fourth down now for the Bulldogs. Yeah, and through the hands of Alex Crackler, a little bit of a high pass there, but still catchable. But uh, Geisel back and look like look for the pooch kick, and here it is. And he executed that one perfectly. It does get a Bulldog roll, goes all the way inside the five, and they mark it down, looks like at the one-yard line, Tom. Yep, Kate Kaiser getting down, and he was all over that one. And uh, like they are going to, looks like it's going to be... Yeah, like I said, at the uh, say the two-yard line, so it's uh, where they're going to mark it down at the two. So a good job, uh, not only by Geisel getting off the kick, and uh, but letting having it die, and then Kaiser getting down there to cover it, being the only man around the football. So the Rushville Lions will have a first and ten at their own two-yard line. They have 98 yards to go toward, to drive toward the interstate. We've seen Geisel do that a couple of times, but the kick was end over end. It ended up rolling into the end zone, but not this time. No, he did the, he did the perfect English on it. Jarman from the gun inside the painted area is where he stands. Tried that hard count again to get him a little room. Bulldogs learned from their lessons the first time, so you can teach uh, new tricks to an old dog. <laughs> Handoff, and he gets met right. I don't think he got out of the end zone. I'm waiting for the signal from the officials. They don't give them uh, the safety. Nope. They say he made it out. Yeah, loss of one on the play. So, and so several of the Batesville defenders around in blue shirt jersey. So loss of one on the play. That will be a second and 11 Rushville at their own one-yard line. And it looks like Rushville is going with what you might call a heavy package as they brought in several uh, different team members. And from my vantage point, they look like they've got a little size to them, Tom. Yeah, trying to grind it out there and get out of the uh, 
shadow of their own goal line. Garmin, in fact, goes under center for the first time, hands it off to the running back. He's able to get a little bit of breathing room, does Miller. Harper Miller, the carry, uh, the ball carrier there. Yeah, Miller, uh, you'll recall, uh, the quarterback, the Rushville Lions, I believe it was last year because of injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, yeah, very versatile athlete and able to uh, get out of jail, pick up a six on the play. So it'll be a third and five for the Rushville Lions at their own seven. So a little bit more breathing room for Rushville. Two back set, under center goes Jarman. This clock, play clock, down to three. Back under center goes Jarman. Snaps it with one second left to go. Hands off. And uh, immediate contact made. Just a swarm of bodies out there beating and banging, trying to get one yard. And I think that's about what they got was one yard. Yeah, pretty much. Is, uh, you know all kinds of movement on the part of the uh, Rushville offensive line, the ball carrier, Sam Pavey, and uh, Max Amberger in on the stop, the birthday boy oh, yeah. with the stop uh, for the Batesville Bulldogs. So we'll set up a, a fourth down situation, and it will be Braden Wilson back in punt formation. So Batesville should be in fat city as far as field position is concerned. Crackler and dance. A short punt. And uh, it's going to go out of bounds, and it looked like it checked up at about the 40. I'm looking for the line judge to see where he's going to walk this one off. And he gets there and um, goes about the 45, and that's the Lions 45. So the Bulldogs will start this possession in Lion territory. Yeah, they had the... uh a little bit of English on that one and uh, went out of bounds, and they, they mark it down at the Rushville 44-yard line. So Batesville, an excellent field position. No score, 450 to go in the opening quarter. And that is, Tom, what they call flipping the field, where you yep. get your opponent pinned deep, force them to punt, and you actually end up with better field position than you did when you kicked off to them Previously, Yeah, classic case of flipping the field, absolutely. Hard count from Geisel this time. No one takes it or bites on it. Hands off to Weiler, the fullback, and Weiler got met at the line of scrimmage and pushed back, so a loss of one on the play. Yeah, they had excellent uh, pursuit, did the Rushville Lions, Drew McKee, and also Carter Barnes in on the stop, and uh, Landon Browning. So uh, they had that well scouted out. Of course, they expected that because they saw Weiler early and often in this ball game. So a loss of one on the play. Actually, they're going to give him back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So second and ten. They initially had to mark back one, but it did get back to the line of scrimmage. So te- second and ten at the 44. Kaiser up top of this formation. Back to the power eye they go. Takes the handoff again, does Geisel, and Geisel's got a whole lot of room and some blockers. Gets outside the numbers and streaks down the sideline. Finally going to be brought down with an arm tackle just shy of the 20-yard line. And this was something that we saw last week where it got Will Geisel more incorporated into the running game as opposed to having him uh, dropping back and passing or handing off to other rece- uh, other uh, running backs. And uh, But it uh, looks like it's going to be a penalty will be marked off against Batesville, so a, uh, it'll be a hold will be marked off mm. against Batesville, so wipe out the game. And uh, time and time again, we see these type penalties, and not just with the Bulldogs, but with uh, uh, any of the teams that we've seen this year. They will get a much-needed break on the offense, a big gain, a big pickup, and all too often it gets called back due to penalty. 
And it's uh, marked off from the spa, the infraction. So we will take the ball back uh, still in Rushville territory, but back at the 46-yard line. So uh, you, you look at the original line of scrimmage, so a loss of uh, two on the play. Uh, you know, you look at the sum of things. So second and 12, Batesville at their Rushville 46-yard line. I think you're saying it could have been worse. <laughs> yes, it sure could have. Absolutely. So they got a bit of a break they did. Back under center and a quick handoff to Pullman. Pullman trying to split two secondary players, and he does. Still on his feet and stumbles as he gets to the 15. A shoestring tackle, excuse me, as he gets to the five, rather, and he stumbles forward inside the five-yard line. And uh, depending on where his knee went down is where they're going to uh, mark it. It will be marked down inside the five is where Pullman's knee went down. But just uh, bounced it to the outside, running on the right side, and all the way down to the three-yard line. So Batesville in business, first and goal at the three-yard line, just under three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. No score, but Batesville threatening. So nice pick up there on the ground. Back to the power eye. Hand off this time. Pullman again. He was the workhorse that got him down here. They try to get him into the end zone, but cannot get that crowd to budge. Just a short gain and just about a yard shy of the of the goal line. And nice pursuit there by the Rushville defensive line. They uh, had it red all the way. He uh, ran out to the left side, and uh, coming up on that stop was uh, Sam Pavey with the initial pursuit. But uh, So a second and goal for Batesville at the Rushville one-yard line. And we've got a pre-snap penalty here. Somebody may have too many people on the field or an illegal formation. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's the latter. Nope, they're going to wave it off. So when you boil down to it, an inadvertent whistle is a uh, wipe it out. So, uh, so it would be a second and goal, Batesville, again, at the one-yard line of the Rushville Lions. So after the penalty, Bulldogs set to go. For a non-penalty. <laughs> second and goal. Pullman goes in standing up. It's a Bulldog touchdown. Gage Bowman uh, did the uh, heavy lifting on that one with the run all the way down to the three-yard line, and he caps off the drive with 2.27 to go in the opening period. So Batesville takes a 6 to nothing lead, pending the extra point attempt by Brady 1L. And Pullman truly a workhorse on that one. And here we go with that heavy offset formation to start the PAT and now everybody moves back into place and it tells me that later on now in the season Tom you might see some fireworks out of that formation yeah put that one in your memory bank Juan L makes firm contact with this one straight down Huntersville Road it's a 7 nothing ball game alright so it makes it a 7 nothing ball game Batesville with a Gage Pullman with a 1 yard touchdown run Brady 1L adding the extra point 2.27 to go in the opening period in the scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang. We'll step away and see if the Russell Lions can answer right here on WRBI and the new WRBI app. Hey, football fans. 
While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football brought to you tonight in part by Margaret Mary Health, SEI Fiverr by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Ison's Family Pizza, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Some other scores around the area. East Central on top of Franklin County, 14 to nothing, 650 left to go in the first. Lawrenceburg, 8 to nothing over Greensburg, 440 left in the first. North Decatur, 7, Shenandoah, nothing, 323 left in the first quarter. No score between South Decatur and Crawford County. Milan with a 14 to nothing lead over Switzerland County, 8 to go in the first. And South Dearborn at home over Connersville, 6 to nothing, 727 left in the first. And the Bulldogs kick off again. This one to Aikens. Aikens really fighting for yardage here on the near sideline. A decent return. It's going to set the Lions up here. Looks like they're hovering around the 36-yard line. Yeah, that will be where they mark it. Damian Danson on the stop for the Batesville special teams. Another score for you, the St. Louis Cardinals leading the Cincinnati Reds 3 to nothing. That one in the bottom of the second at Great American Ballpark. All right. So the Bulldogs score first, and the Lions have really uh, haven't had much of an opportunity to get things uh, off the ground, having a couple of uh, nice runs, but the Bulldog defense have been able to get them off the field in short order. Jarman with the reverse, and the Bulldogs once again showing gap and lane integrity like none other. They stayed at home, and that play goes nowhere. In fact, it'll be a tackle for a loss. That'll be uh, Ralph Eakins, the ball carrier, and uh, you know, they uh, they still doing a fine job of uh, you know re- carrying out assignments and maintaining gap integrity. Loss of four on the play, so it'll be second and 14, Rushville, at their own 32. Jarman from the gun. Two receivers in this set. Looks out to his left. Quick strike on the bubble screen. He cuts back inside. Does the receiver look like that was number 11, Braden Wilson, on the reception. Yes, that was uh, Braden Wilson, the uh, receiver on that one. A little bubble screen there. Carter Bowman in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs. So it brings up third and long once again for the Lions. Jarman checks back to the sideline, has the play, he's going to go. Looking for a slant inside, has his man wide open, dance on the coverage, soft on the coverage, and that allowed for the first down as Chase Wolf brought that one in. Yeah, a little slant pattern there as they cut it inside the hash marks to, to Wolf and Damian Dance with the tackle, but not before Rushville gets the first and 10 at the Batesville 48-yard line. Lions now in Bulldog territory, and they start to pick up the pace here once they have things rolling. Handoff, nice hole there briefly, and boy, Pullman comes downhill, full head of steam, just close that hole quickly, and he gets the runner, Harper Miller, on the ground. Yeah, you want to talk about closing speed, that is exactly what happened there, is that hole uh, stopped immediately. So pickup of three on the play, so a second and seven, Rushville, 
at the Batesville 45-yard line as time winds down here in the first quarter. Jarman looks to the sideline and a plethora of hand signals to let him know exactly what to do. From the gun, hands off. Oh, no, it's the read option there. And he optioned out to the right side at the last second. Some good sleight of hand there, and it resulted in a lion first down. Bulldogs bit on the fake. Ralph Akins uh, with the uh, re- reception there and on the, on the uh, pitch out there on the uh, little trick play and uh, able to bust it down to the Batesville 38-yard line as he bounced it to the outside and was finally uh, brought down, but not before picked up a fresh set of downs. Going back under center now is Jarman, and they keep mixing things up, trying to keep the Bulldogs on their heels. So far in this drive, it's working. Yeah, that's what uh, Evan already talked about in the pregame show, look for them to uh, mix things up a little bit. A uh, quick handoff there, straight up the middle, nothing there. Several Bulldogs in on the tackle of Harper Miller. Yeah, Bobby Weiler and Carter Bowman in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs. Pickup of one on the play as time expires in the first period, and that will do it. So uh, Batesville with a 7-0 lead over the Rushville Lions at the end of one. So after the first quarter of play, Bulldogs on top. We'll be back in just a second. You're listening to High School Football streaming live at WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football is being brought to you tonight in part by Gehrings, Vaguely Napa Auto, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Tudor Square Realty. So the Bulldogs, the only team to score in that first quarter, but the Lions Seem to find a little rhythm here, Tom, and they're moving the ball well. They're inside Bulldog territory. Yeah, this is something that opposing coaches have talked about, how Rushville will start sluggish and then they'll pick up the pace. And uh, this is exactly what has happened so far, at least this week, as we enter quarter number two. Jarman again with the hard count. No one jumped off it again, that slant, and they're starting to pick on Dance a little bit. Again, Dance coverage just a little bit soft. And it's just a foot race to get to the inside, and this time the receiver uh, able to get there first. Yeah, Braden Wilson on that slant pattern as Rushville goes quickly back to the line of scrimmage. And uh, quarterback Nick Jarman looking back to uh, Isaac Sliger for a little check with me here action here. So a third and one. Hand off inside to Miller. He gets wrapped up immediately and pushed back. Short gain on the play. Yeah, you only needed one. I think he got it, though, yeah. and they did. As they're going to move the sticks across the way. Carter Bowman in on the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs, but not before a fresh set of downs. For the Rushville Lions, I'll take you the ball to the 28-yard line. So the back-to-back first downs now for the Lions. Bulldogs, as I said, 
they were doing all they could, the Lions, to keep the Bulldogs kind of back on their heels, and it really has worked on this possession. The handoff to Miller. Miller cuts inside. No, a pitch, and the ball looks like it's on the ground, and the Bulldogs recover it. Carter Bowman with the recovery, and uh, you know, uh, look like Rushville might have outsmarted themselves on the uh, the pitch out, and you know, like a last second. And so Carter Bowman, uh, beneficiary of that uh, turnover, as he uh, comes up with the fumble recovery, and uh, Batesville will take over after just as Rushville was getting things going. And yeah. this is kind of a microcosm of their season. Yep. They get something going, and then something happens and turns the tide. So uh, Batesville. With the football at their own 27-yard line, leaning seven to nothing, 11:02 to go in the first half of play, and in that East Central game, Josh Ringer has uh, just tied the East Central school record mm. for touchdowns with 68. Wow! You know that turnover uh, just goes to show this Bulldog defense has been winning the turnover battle week after week, and they're the first ones to get a turnover here. And this one, whole lot of window dressing, but that had to have been a penalty of some sort, yeah. right? Well, yeah. actually, <laughs> no. actually, you get a timeout, and the, the look on Evan Ulrich's face said, are you kidding me? As there was just all sorts of movement up and down uh, the line there. We'll keep it right here for this short timeout. I saw a lot of stutter steps back there as well. Carter Bowman was one of those uh, in motion, but... Uh, you know, they, I mean, but he wasn't the only guilty party. There were several no. guys out there kind of uh, scratching their heads like, uh, what are we doing on this one? But, uh, if, if, uh, to, but, uh, to give know, you the right yeah. picture, it was, it was like one of those old Scooby-Doo cartoons where they're chasing each other around and end up meeting each other at the doorway. And they're like, what? How did I get here? It's, yep. <laughs> then they would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. Yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> So that's pretty good. We worked a Scooby-Doo reference hey, into hey, the listen. broadcast. That's not bad. <laughs> we can we can flex those chops every that's, once in a game. Absolutely. Heck yeah. We're uh, we're well rounded. All right. After that short timeout, Bulldogs look to have themselves together here, and everybody appears to be in the right place. Jaisal takes the snaps, hands off to Pullman. Pullman works his way around from right to left. Still on his feet as he crosses the 50. One man to beat as he cuts back inside. Down to the 30. Still running, still on his feet. He will score. Pullman goes into the end zone for another Bulldog touchdown. That will be a 75-yard run for Gage Pullman. That's his second touchdown run of the night. And uh, just like that, Batesville now with a 13-0 lead over the Rushville Lions pending the extra point attempt. Just a beautiful piece of running by Pullman, using his vision um, to perfection to weave inside and out and just kind of keep that secondary on their heels, trying to figure out which way he was going to go next. And once he found uh, some clean air, if you would, and they do do a fake, they pitch it straight to Geisel. Geisel! Dives and reaches across the line. No signal yet. Officials want to talk about it. Still waiting for the call. They went with that heavy offset line. Geisel took the direct snap and took off to his right. And as he got wrapped up, they give it to him. He dove for the end zone. The ball did cross the plane, Tom, and I think the question was, did he get the ball across the plane before his knee or shin or lower leg touched the ground? The officials come together and they agree. Two-point conversion, good. Indeed. So uh, he was, uh, yeah, 
it was just a matter of uh, them discussing, making sure that he got the ball across the plane before his knee touched, and it did not. So uh, Batesville takes a 15 to nothing lead over the Rushville Lions, and Gage Pullman with a 75-yard touchdown run, his second TD run of the night. Comes with 10.48 to go in the second period in the scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft. And on that run, uh, to add to what you were talking about, Terrence, uh, Pullman was very patient yes. uh, running behind his uh, looking to see what the, how the uh, blocking scheme was developing in front of him. He read that perfectly to perfection, found the hole, and uh, took it the rest of the way. He really did it, uh, you know, and I'd imagine at this moment in time, uh, Coach Isaac Slager, just like he said to you when he was talking about this game, you know, they've got athletes. <laughs> you yeah. just mm-hmm. saw Exhibit A, if you would. Exactly. As, as Pullman rips off the 75-yard TD, TD run. All right, so uh, now East Central with a 21 to nothing lead over Franklin County. A minute 47 left to go in the first period. That's our game on 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead and Jerry Stanger on the call of that one. And uh, so that's uh, the only uh, dramatic movement of any of our scores. Uh, Milan uh, with a, um, at the end of one, now with a 14 to nothing lead over Switzerland County uh, at the TP as they celebrate homecoming. So that one at the end of one period of play. South Dearborn now with a 12 to nothing lead over Connorsville. 9.06 left in the second period. We'll keep you updated on scores around the area throughout the evening. And uh, by the end of the night, we should have them all posted on our website, wrbiradio.com. Brady Waddell set to kick this one off. And back for the Lions, the tandem of Wolf and Miller. No, excuse me, back behind them. I didn't see. They've got two guys even deeper. I didn't even see those two. And it's cleanly picked up by Bowles. And Bowles brings it up and crosses the 30. And that's about where they'll take over. Let's call it the 30. uh, Looks like the 32 or 33. Yeah, I'm going to call it the 32 uh, based on the official standing across the way. So uh, decent uh, field position for the Rushville Lions, who trail at 15 to nothing. And uh, once again, this is a case of uh, Batesville will have to keep that gap integrity, carry out the assignments, and uh, you know avoid a lot of the window dressing that, mm-hmm. that Rushville likes to throw at you. Well, the sun has finally dipped down behind the trees, behind the paddock, and I can actually see this home crowd. <laughs> and quite a turnout here. Of course, it is homecoming, so you would expect that. People... Jarman still gets the Bulldogs to flinch, but they haven't jumped across the line yet. Just about on every uh, initial possession, somebody flinches. But past that first time, they haven't been called another slant pattern. This time, Dance gets in there underneath, kind of disrupts the receiving motion of the intended Braden Wilson, and that one falls incomplete. Yeah, they went again to that slant pattern once again along the hash marks, and uh, Dance had that uh, well defended as uh, he'll be on uh, Wilson once again on the near side. So single wide on the near side and double to the far side as uh, Rushville operates out of the pistol once again. And Damien was aided by a high pass too yeah that that kind of helped things too jarman's gonna hand this one off and there is really nothing there no room at the end if you would and he gets turned away and a loss on the play yeah they're actually gonna give him a gain on that so Mm. pick up a one on the play for harper miller on that one so third and nine rushville at their own 33 dance now getting up on the line Trying to jam Brady Wilson on this side. 
You know he's got support behind him is Cade Kaiser. That's probably why he decided to go up for the jam there, Tom. Yeah, they're uh, bringing on the inside now. And that ball, I think, was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's either Bobby Weiler or Max Amberger got in there, got a mid on it as the intended receiver was Harper Miller coming out of the backfield. So that's going to force a punting situation for the Rushville Lions as Braden Wilson goes back in punt formation, and it will be uh, Damian Dance and Alex Kreckler back deep. They'll stand around their own 30-yard line to receive this punt. And, Tom, ever since they put the ball on the turf and it was recovered by the Bulldogs, this Lion offense hasn't quite looked the same since. No, I think it's a case of uh, here we go again, and uh, and that's been – you know, one of those things, those mental things that kind of gets in your head. and That r- rugby-style kick fielded by Alex Kreckler, but that ball kind of skipped through a, a, a little wad, little pod of people there, and I, it had an opportunity to brush up against a bulldog, but nobody nobody reacted as if it did. So I'm assuming that it, it was it was a clean play there. But Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of like a um – you know, where they tell you to you know stay away from the football on mm-hmm. a uh, punt attempt. That live that grenade. Nature. Yes, exactly. That's like, hey, that's a live grenade. There, stay away from it. And you know, that's exactly what the uh, Batesville special teams did. So it'll be first and ten Batesville at their own forty-seven yard line. So excellent field starting field position for the Bulldogs. Nine forty-two left here in the first half. Bulldogs lead the Lions fifteen to nothing, and a timeout called Rushville this time. I, Rushville calls this timeout. They've got two left. No, that's their second. Uh, their second timeout. We'll step away and take a timeout as well. Bulldogs 15, Lions 0, and this game is streaming live. WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's presentation of high school football is being brought to you in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Bruns Gutsweller, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and the aforementioned Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Some scores around the area. Great American Ballpark, how we looking? Not good. St. Louis Cardinals, 7-0 over the Reds in the bottom of the third. East Central has opened up a 28-0 lead on Franklin County in the second quarter. And also Lawrenceburg, a 22-0 lead on Greensburg in the late in the first quarter. North Decatur and Shenandoah tied at 7 apiece. Ten minutes to go in the second period. No score between South Decatur and Crawford County. Milan now 27-0 over Switzerland County. And South Dearborn 12-0 over Connorsville. Flag on the play as Geisel sends a frozen rope out to Cade Kaiser. Yeah, that was blown before the uh, ball was snapped. So uh, wipe out any uh, any consequences. It's got to be a legal motion, a legal shift against the Batesville Bulldogs. So that's going to move them back five. Well, we've seen uh, Coach Ulrich burn a timeout to save them from one of those such penalties earlier here in this half. So there seems to still be just a little bit of confusion 
and where people should be and when they should move, who goes in motion, so forth. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to find out in postgame uh, what exactly was going on there, uh, why the confusion. I mean, you're already in week four. Yes. You would think that uh, it had that pretty much buttoned down, but for some reason there's been some confusion and uh, some uh, illegal shifts and uh, things of that nature. So first and 15 for Batesville back at their own 42. Kaiser and Kreckler, the receivers in this set. Geisel from the gun. And now they'll send the tight end, Weiler, in motion. And they hand off, and another flag. And it's that, it's that illegal shift there. What would have been a nice gain for Pullman is going to come off the board. And, Tom, if it's me, I don't think we're going to run that anymore. No. Uh, yeah, put that... Uh Put that in the uh, in the vault, so to speak, and uh, you know, try that some other time. So another five-yard penalty will mark it off. That will now be a second and 20, and they'll take the ball back to the Batesville 37-yard line. So uh, the Bulldogs stuck in reverse here on a back-to-back illegal shift penalties whistled against them. So uh, that comes with 9.17 to go before the halftime break. Uh, now we're Batesville on top on the scoreboard, 15 to nothing. However, they're going in the wrong direction, uh, back toward downtown, uh, back the other way along uh, Huntersville Road. Yeah, and it seems to be the issue, seems to be when Weiler comes back in motion, coming from the top to the bottom of the formation, and that seems to be what uh, is catching the attention of the back judge. They do the same formation again. This time they get it right, a bullet to Kaiser. Kaiser goes down and digs this one out. He'll get tackled as soon as he caught it right at the 45-yard line. Keegan Bowles in on the stop for the Rushville Lions, but not before Kaiser able to get down low and the official immediately signaling a catch. And so that'll bring back some of the yardage. So it'll be set up a second and 12 Batesville at their own 45-yard line under eight and a half minutes to go before halftime. So Kaiser able to um, all but erase one of those pre-snap penalties. Still got some work to do. Geisel from the gun. Still with the same formation. Weiler in motion, gets it right. And a flag in the backfield, but it was well after the snap. It may be a hold, but let's see. Or possibly even a face mask. Yeah, now the uh, referee explaining to uh, Will Geisel what exactly happened, because Geisel looked back at him, uh, questioning, like, what is it this time? And yeah, but uh, but this yeah. I can appreciate yeah. though, Tom. Yeah, I can too. Absolutely. Because again, they've 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 been in this formation this entire drive, um, and Geisel's, uh body language tells you that it is that illegal yep, shift. It is. Again. Yep, illegal shift again. So uh, yeah, now and the official did a good job. It's uh, you know you hope you have that an official explain exactly what's going on so that they can adjust. I mean, exactly. I've seen that in basketball plenty of times where. Kids are questioning the officials uh, respectfully, and they'll explain, well, this is what is going wrong, and this is how you correct it. And at the same time, head coach Ulrich is getting uh, an explanation on the sideline from the line judge there. They change the formation. Geisel's going to keep it himself. A strong stiff arm there allows him to avoid a tackle and stumble forward, trying to get back to the original line of scrimmage, just a couple of yards shy. Nice pickup. That stiff arm, though, is what made it all happen. Yeah, Sam Pavey with the initial pursuit for the Rushville Lions, and uh, he was the uh, recipient of said stiff arm by Will Geisel. Not before Geisel got it down to the 45-yard line, so we recouped those five yards that were 
marked off on that previous uh, penalty, the uh, previous illegal shift. It's still a, a third and 12 Batesville at their own 45. Now, they've abandoned that. They have abandoned they sure uh, have. that formation. Geisel goes back under center. Two receivers out on the near side. That's the direction that Geisel will roll. Under pressure, and he's just going to tuck and run. Picks up the first down and more. Wraps that ball up there late as Lions players were kind of swiping at that ball. But he said, swiper, no swiping. Picks up the first down. Now we've had Dora the Explorer reference in here tonight. But uh, uh, tell you what, a good seal block there by Bobby Weiler. He was the uh, leading the convoy. And he got out and picked up one of the uh, blitzers for the Rushfield Lions and picked him up, sealed him off along the hash marks and open up the lane for Will Geisel to get it all the way down to the Rushville 36-yard line, first and 10, Batesville. I could appreciate the coaching staff saying, you know what, we don't need to be cute. Let's run our stuff. And they go, and Geisel goes back under center like he has been pretty much all year long. The handoff to Pullman. Pullman really navigating uh, that hole there with his blockers in front. You see him just kind of d- dancing in and out, in and out. And finally brought to the ground, but not before picking up. Looks like about six on the play. Yeah, they will uh, mark off six. But, yeah, I mean, that looked like he was going through the ski slalom in the Olympics or in the wide world of sports, you know, darting in and out between tacklers and uh, finally taken down, but not before he picked up six on the play. And uh, they'll mark the ball at the Rushville 30-yard line. So, once again, Geisel back under center. They uh, get away from that uh, formation that caused them so much grief. Kaiser and Kreckler, the receivers in the set. Bobby Weiner, the fullback. Pullman behind him. Pullman again. It's going to go straight ahead. It's going to be good enough for another Bulldog first down. And although we're just in the second quarter, Tom, you can kind of see once again that offensive line, that big, powerful offensive line starting to impose their will. Um, here early in this ball game, really. Yeah, I mean, usually that's where it uh, comes into play late in the third quarter, early fourth. Mm-hmm. But uh, just early on, uh, Batesville, uh, the, the big guys up front, getting good push, and uh, they're good at the point of attack and knocking the Rushville Lions off the ball and opening the holes for the Batesville runners. And, again, good recognition from the coaching staff. They don't need to be cute. Nope. Just uh, put the ball behind that big offensive line. Uh, kind of a jump pass and a jump bomb. Going to be some interference. A whole lot of bumping going on with Kaiser and the defensive back. Kaiser, of course, able to high point that one, get it in, fall inside the painted area. They signal the touchdown, but let's see if the defense, if the pass interference offenses are defensive. It is against the defense, and the touchdown will stand. It's another Bulldog touchdown. And that's a 24-yard pass to Cade Kaiser from Will Geisel. And it comes with 5.14 to go before the halftime break. So Batesville opens up a 21 to nothing lead. And, of course, pending the extra point try. And, uh, and of course, they, uh, they ran the uh, two-point conversion on the uh, previous score. But they will go the more conventional route with Brady Wanell in on for the extra point. Out of the hold by Will Geisel. The snap a little low. Geisel handles it, gets it set for Wanell, and he boots it through. So the Bulldogs score once in the first quarter, twice now in the second quarter. They lead the Lions 22 to nothing with 5.14 left to go here in uh, the first half. 
And that was a Will Geisel 24-yard pass from Cade Kaiser on a uh, methodical drive once they uh, got out, quit, abandoned uh, the cuteness and went back to uh, their more of their bread-and-butter type of offense. Geisel, a 24-yard pass to Kaiser. Wannell added the extra point, and it's now Batesville 22, Rushville nothing, 5.14 to go before the halftime break. And the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Kreckler. And, Tom, I do get it. I understand it. You, you have to put in additional wrinkles in your offense yep. as the season goes on because of tape. You've got to put some things in that teams haven't seen yet. Um, so, no doubt, that's what the Bulldogs' offense is, what they were trying to do, but the fact that it took three penalties, you know, uh, to, to realize that something was broken there. But good recognition by uh, Evan Ulrey and his staff to go back to uh, what they what brought them to the dance, really. Yeah. You know, just run that uh, you know, regular uh, formation, have uh, Geisel under center, you know, run the power eye with uh, Weiler and the fullback and either uh, Pullman or Kreckler or whoever dotting the uh, eye formation. So they went back to basics, and uh, it paid dividends uh, based on the uh, – when it set up the uh, Geisel uh, touchdown pass to Kaiser. Bulldogs now with 22 unanswered points. Lions, maybe perhaps on one opportunity, did threaten as this kickoff is fielded at about the 15-yard line. They're going to try to change fields, and he squirts through the line. Wanell's going to be the last man to try to get him down, and Wanell. Able to slow him down long enough for a pack of dogs to show up finally and gets tackled, but not before getting this one all the way down to the Bulldog 36-yard line. Keegan Bowles was the return man on that one, and uh, you said Terrence Bray Wanell slowed him down ever so slightly, and Trenton Jordan and also uh, Deacon Hamilton uh, come and finish him off, but not before a huge return by the Rushville Lions takes it all the way down to the Bulldog 37-yard line. And this is something that uh, we have not seen the last couple of weeks. uh, We saw it against Indian Creek and Milan. And uh, the last two weeks, they've shored up their special teams coverage on kickoff. However, uh, Bowles, with a little bit of a shiftiness back there, squirting away from several uh, tacklers and finally uh, taken down at the Bulldog 37-yard line. From the gun, Jermaine almost set to go here. Four receivers set, three up top, one on the near side, no doubt. They want to try to air this thing out and get something going before the end of the first half. Slings it out here on the left side, and they say a catch. I wasn't sure if he brought that one in. looked like he was bringing it down on the fingertips, but what he was able to do, Tom, was cover up so no one could see. And who's to debate whether he caught it or not? That was Braden Wilson with the uh, with the high point, uh, able to go up in sky for that uh, Nick Jarman pass and able to disguise it enough and come down in bounds. Now they hand it off inside, and he'll walk in standing up is the running back, number seven, Harper Miller. Two plays, Tom, just like that. 22 unanswered, no more, as the Lions able to put six on the board. It comes with 4.44 to go, and just like that, the Rushville Lions uh, feeling good about themselves as they finally uh, punch it in on that uh, 11-yard touchdown run by Harper Miller, set up by the uh, kick return, and also a uh, pass from uh, Jarman to uh, Wilson along the near sideline, set up that uh, mark down at the 11-yard line, and it will be Wilson on for the extra point attempt. And he boots this one through. No, no. Nope, no they good. They say no good. 
a little bit of a bobble with the snap, and I think that might have changed uh, the way he struck that ball for the point after. But nonetheless, Lions on the board, 22-6 here now with about 4.44 left in the first half. So Harper Miller, an 11-yard touchdown run. The extra point try failed with 4.44 to go before the half. Batesville, 22, Rushville, 6. In this scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville, see David Ball. Some other scores around the area real quickly, uh, Terrence. If, uh, the Reds now uh, trailing St. Louis Cardinals 7-3 in the top of the fourth inning. East Central 34, Franklin County nothing, and uh, Josh Ringer with another touchdown run. He becomes the all-time uh, touchdown leader in Trojan uh, program history with that run. And Lawrenceburg 22 to nothing over Greensburg. Shenandoah and North Decatur tied at seven apiece. Uh, Milan on top of Switzerland County, 27 to nothing. And South Dearborn on top of Connorsville, 12 to seven. And Tom, it very reminiscent of last week. The Bulldogs go up 22 nothing, and it's almost as they lose interest in the game. Or yeah, or just take their foot off the pedal. <laughs> right. And we saw it last week. They were up 20 to nothing, and. Uh, a similar type deal where uh, South De- South Dearborn was able to get a drive together, and they put eight up um, in the waning minutes there of that second quarter. So Bulldogs looked like they were on their way to pitch a shutout, at least for the first half, but the Lions come to life with a great kickoff return. They followed up two plays later with a touchdown. Squib kick here. Picked up by the up man who is Damian Dance, and flags fly. They say that ball was down. Yep. Perhaps uh, Dance's knee was yep. on the ground when he picked that one up. Yeah, that's what it was. He uh, he went down the field like a shortstop, and uh, his knee inadvertently touched the ground. So they're going to mark him down at the 31-yard line. So that's where Batesville will take over first and 10 at their own 30-yard line. So as uh, they uh, lead it 22-6, to 4.41 to go here in the opening half so of course there'll be an extended uh, halftime uh, program because of homecoming with the uh, court announced and everything so uh, something to think about but Batesville will get the ball to start the second half they uh, won the toss and deferred to the second half so something to keep in mind back to the power eye Geisel under center fakes the pitch and just hands off to Weiler Weiler moves forward picks up a couple and he gets stood up after that it is absolutely hard-earned run there by uh, Harper, uh, by uh, Bobby Weiler. And uh, Landon Browning in on the ta- tackle, leading the charge there for the Rushville Lions. Also getting in there was uh, Mike Rohr. So pick up a four on the play. will be second and six. Batesville at their own 35. Stay with the same formation, Kaiser. And uh, I believe that's Kreckler up top. Can't see his number. And under center goes Geisel. Another handoff for Weiler. And, again, he's met immediately. This young man <laughs> is going to love an ice bath tonight. Pacey Dye leading the start charge for the Rushville Lions. And uh, also Adrian Apodak are getting in on the stop for the Rushville Lions. So uh, Pickup of uh, one on the play. So it'll be a third and five Batesville at their own 36-yard line. Clock rolling along here, approaching three and a half minutes in the first half. Three receivers in this set. Kreckler and up top, Kaiser at the bottom, and they add Nathan Shornick to the mix. But another handoff straight ahead they go. 
short gain on the play. It will bring up fourth down. And a decision that uh, Coach Orwell will have to make here. Bulldogs, we've seen this too once before. They kind of go into a shell, and their play calling becomes extremely conservative. And perhaps... Uh, Perhaps even a little. Uh... Well, no, they're going to go for it here, though. They need two to pick it up. They go with the quarterback sneak. Excuse me, they needed one, but Geisel gets two. So it should be good for the first. Yep, and it is as the uh, sticks move across the way. So, uh, you know, we had a feeling that uh, Batesville would go for it. They were in four down territory, plus uh, close enough that they could get the sneak. And also the way the offensive line is played, the way that they've cleared some holes and uh, moved the Rushfield Lions off the line of scrimmage for the most part uh, throughout this ball game. So a first and 10 Batesville at their own 42-yard line. So we approach the two-minute mark here in quarter number two. Kaiser's going to be the only receiver in this set. Geisel under center. Hands off to Kreckler. Kreckler able to move the crowd as he runs from right to left. And new wrinkle there as they hand the ball off to Crackler. First time we've seen him tote the mail tonight. He was uh, taken down by Kemper Seitz for the Rushville Lions. Seitz, a 6'225 pound junior linebacker. So a pickup of seven on the play will be second and three. Batesville at their own 49. Same formation. They just flip the field. And they hand off again. This time the runner. Looks like that was Pullman. Yep. And that might be Pullman's shortest run of the night. He's had a field day here uh, at homecoming. Yeah, Kemper Seitz in on the stop for the Rushville Lions and uh, moved him back. So uh, set up a third and three. The ball will be at the 28-yard line, so a loss of oh, one. Oh, no, they gave him the first down. They did. They gave him the first really? down. Really? Interesting. It is the first down. <laughs> okay. That confused a lot of people. Yeah. Including the chain game <laughs> and the line judge. So they're going to have a conversation yeah, about it. The, yeah. com- the, com- the, the confusion was so great. They better hash this out. Yeah, no doubt. It looked like initially that it was a yard short, but then the line judge uh, from the opposite side of the field was lined up one, line, one yard marker further downfield, thus the first down. <laughs> So uh, this is about the second or third discussion that uh, we've had among the officials, one of which was uh, potential pass interference in the end zone. Another one was on the uh, Batesville two-point conversion, which was successful on the run. So uh, looks like I guess they got I guess they got to figure it out as the, the one official stands in the middle of the uh, between the uh, the two teams at the line of scrimmage and still have, and now it looks like Evan Ulrey getting an explanation as well across the way and. Well, now it looks like now Batesville's going to go back into the uh, huddle. So, but it looks like the first down will it, stand. It, it does, yeah, yeah. First down marker. They still have it down. Third down on the scoreboard, but it should be a first down, and it is. So it will be a first down, Batesville, and it'll be at the Rushville forty-eight yard line. After all, that's uh, figured out. <laughs> and now wow. we've got a timeout called. It is an official's timeout. As a little bit more confusion, so the Bulldogs can feel good about the confusion that they had on a couple of those plays because <laughs> this officiated, this five-man officiating crew, they, they're having um, 
issues. <laughs> to, to say the least there, I have never seen that much confusion on a first down call uh, that's not at a goal line, you know, not like a goal mm. line first down or something like that. This no. seemed to be straightforward. Whether, did he pick it up or not? And for whatever reason, the the, cen- the the officials in the center of the field felt like he did pick it up. And the the line judges on uh, on the opposite side of the field felt like he didn't pick it up. But Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a five-man crew, you know, th- three to two simple majority rules. So, so again, after all of that, and then another official's timeout, the first down still stands. So, again, uh, each team with uh, one timeout here with a minute 13 and counting in the first half. Under center goes Geisel, rolls to his right, throws back to his left. A little bit of a tied-in screen, perhaps. And... You know, got that to uh, Gage Pullman as Geisel uh, uh, went off to his right and then threw it across the uh, to his left side to Pullman on that little uh, like that little uh, dump off there and uh-huh. was able to pick up a one on the play. So as time winds down here, 40 seconds to go in the half. Geisel's going to move Pullman from his left to his right. High snap, tips it back to himself, then throws a dart outside the numbers, but won't be caught. He was intending for Kreckler. Yeah, well defended by Pacey Dye for the Rushville Lions. Dye, a five foot seven, one hundred and fifty pound uh, senior uh, defensive back, so and it well defended there. So a incomplete pass will stop the clock with thirty point five seconds remaining in the half. So it will be a third and nine. Bates felt the Rushville forty seven, and Geisel maybe put a little too much mustard on that as his timing was clearly thrown off by the high snap. I'll quote Evan Ulrey. We played shotgun offense for years. Who would have thought we'd ever have trouble with a snap from the gun? Wide open is Kaiser and brings it in for a huge first down and then is forced out of bounds just inside the 15. Yeah, they're going to mark it down at the 14-yard line. But there's a flag. Yeah, so uh, hold the phone. Could have been a late hit on Geisel. He had two Lions bearing down on him as he released that ball. But the uh, Bulldogs are walking backwards. An eligible man downfield. That's unfortunate because Kaiser was wide open. And it's going to be a nice pickup because, you know, it was was a third down play. Third and long is going to be a great pickup. Would have been the first down and so much more, but... Instead, they're going to walk off five yards and make this third down even harder to pick up. Yeah, just a shame if you're Batesville because, you know, a beautiful uh, pitching catch there from Geisel to Kaiser down along the near sideline would have set up Batesville in excellent field position down inside, you know, close down inside the red zone. But uh, be that as it may, it will now be a third and 14 Batesville. Football will be uh, resting uh, nose of it at their own 49-yard line. I wonder who will get double double covered on this play. <laughs> Geisel drops back to pass. Matt wide open is Kreckler. Kreckler trained his eyes on that ball, brought it in. He knew he was going to get hit, Tom, yep. but he absorbed the impact, caught the ball, and they got him down at about the 26, 27-yard line. And he was bracketed on that one as well. They had, he was in double coverage and able to come up with it and haul it in down to 25. 
Geisel, with no timeouts left, is going to spike this ball to stop the clock. Stroll over to the sideline to discuss this one. And right there, Geisel showed a little bit of that arm talent. He's been doing a lot with his feet, but he showed that arm talent there as he sent a bullet into Kreckler. Yeah, heat-seeking missile as he found Kreckler uh, along the far hash mark there. And, uh, of course, really uh, people know about Will Geisel's arm strength and also his uh, running ability. And uh, he, he has been turned loose in the running game the past two weeks. However, right there, a prime example of uh, showing off his arm strength there. Kreckler and Kaiser on the near sideline. Geisel from the gun is going to roll to that side of the field. He's looking, still looking, going to deliver the pass. Kaiser right on the corner of the end zone. But they say he was out of bounds. Yeah, just had his toe along the uh, chalk line on the near sideline. See, uh, end zone off to our right so uh, that would have been Kaiser's second touchdown reception of the night however it's all for naught so it'll be a third and 10 Batesville at the Rushville 27 yard line third 3.4 seconds remaining and Evan Ulrich's going to take his final timeout wow if there was ever a time I would like to have an instant replay in high school I would love to have slowed that one down absolutely I mean, <laughs> it was that close. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had a couple of plays like that sure. where they have been, you know, you wonder if uh, instant replay would have uh, had a uh, bearing on the outcome of that one. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we are where we are at this point. So 3.4 seconds remaining. Batesville now out of timeouts. Rushville uh, still with one remaining. Again, Batesville with a 22-6 to lead. And again, uh, remember, Batesville will get the ball to start the second half. And this has been there. Their mode of operation all season long, you know, deferring when they win so that they can get that what I call the double up, that is to score last at the end of the first half and then again score first at the beginning of that second half, and that really puts distance and pressure on your opponent. Yeah, this is something that we talk about often, the uh, last drive of the first half and then the opening drive of the second half. If you're able to march the ball down the field, especially be methodical and uh, eat some clock up yes. and uh, kind of chew it up and shorten the game, I mean, that's all the, all the better for you to uh, kind of uh, give your uh, opponent the, uh, the old Heisman stiff arm, if you will. Right. So, uh, again, uh, reset, 3.4 seconds remaining. Third and 10, Batesville at the Rushville 27-yard line. Bulldogs lead the Lions. 22 to 6. So again, 3.6 seconds remaining, or excuse me, 3.4 seconds remaining before the half. They add Damian Dash now for a third receiver in this set. He joins Kreckler and Kaiser on the near side. Geisel drops back. A little bit of pressure caused him to roll to his left. Going to throw back across his body. Kreckler is there. High points and brings it in. Oh my. What a beautiful catch by Alex Kreckler, and it's good enough for another Bulldog touchdown. Alex Kreckler high-pointing up there. Of course, we talked about his defensive prowess last week with the three interceptions, and uh, he came up uh, big there on that last play of the half. So uh, Batesville now with a uh, 28-6 lead over Rushville, uh, and uh, all incumbent on the extra point here. So, again, uh, Batesville doing what they wanted to do, score before the half, and then get the ball to start the second half. After the uh, halftime break, so uh, Brady Wanell on for the extra point attempt. And you always think of Kaiser as your jump ball receiver, but Kreckler showing 
He can do it, too. Yeah, it's mops on that one. The yep. Brady 1L point after try good. So at the halftime break, the Bulldogs extend their lead now. 29-6 the score. And uh, Will Geisel, a 27-yard touchdown pass. That's his second of the night. It goes to Alex Kreckler. The extra point try was good. No time left on the clock, so Batesville will go into the locker room at the half, leading the Rushville Lions 29-6. And the scoring drive brought to you by Shirt Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang. Uh, we will step away for an extended halftime as it is homecoming here at the Dog Pound. But we will be back. We'll recap all of the first half action and also get you ready to go for half number two, as well as the results of this year's Bulldog homecoming. All that more streaming live on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Do you have trouble falling or staying asleep? If so, you may want to talk to a doctor about whether a sleep study is right for you. At Margaret Mary Health, sleep studies are completed in their comfortable sleep clinic located on their main campus. Additionally, Margaret Mary partners with sleep physicians from the Christ Hospital Health Network to determine a treatment plan that's right for you. To learn more about Margaret Mary's sleep clinic, talk to your doctor or visit them online at mmhealth.org. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. 
Shop Gehrings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Gehrings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Make some time to visit your local Napa store, Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. This month, get Napa Extended Life or Green Ready-to-Use Universal Antifreeze and Coolant, just $9.99 a gallon. Napa Diesel Exhaust Fluid, $12.99 for 2.5 gallons. Shell Rotella T4 Triple Protection Motor Oil, 15W40 and 10W30, just $19.49 a gallon. And Seafoam Auto Marine Fleet Motor Treatment, $8.49 for 16 ounces. Visit Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. When superhero students need super fast internet, it's Great Plains Communications to the rescue. Set your kids up for success with fast fiber-powered internet and more to keep them connected to teachers, friends, and family. Super fast internet for your superhero students and money-saving offers from your hometown internet hero, Great Plains Communications. Sign up now to take advantage of great back-to-school offers at gpcom.com or call 833-341-2324. Offer valid on residential services only through September 22, 2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. It's time for the WRBI TNT Halftime Report. Now, here they are, Terrence and Tom. It is halftime. He's Tom. I'm Terrence. And welcome back to the Dog Pound where the Bulldogs are in full control here at homecoming as they lead the Rushville Lions 29-6. to and, of course, uh, Batesville High School, a finalist for a large Indiana Department of Education grant and school corporation asking citizens to cast their votes online via a dedicated website. And you have 45 minutes to do so. And uh, Superintendent Paul Ketchum saying only votes cast uh, up until 9 o'clock tonight will count. And if Batesville uh, gets the most votes during the uh, time period from among three finalists in the Excellence and Next Level Educational Experiences and Opportunities category, Batesville High School's awarded $250,000 grant will be doubled to $500,000. Only one vote per email address may be cast, and you can uh, find the link on WRBIRadio.com, also on our uh, social media pages as well. So uh, vote, and uh, again, uh, only one uh, email address, uh, uh, you have one vote per email address may be cast, and you have until 9 o'clock to do so. So make sure you uh, head on over wrbiradio.com so you can take care of that imagine if you would what you could do with that extra cash just imagine that your monthly salary just got doubled all the things you could do with that extra income and and that's where uh baseball high school finds themselves right now but they need your help uh they've got the 250 grant but they want to double it so they can do so much more uh, with that additional fund and um, a vote from you well, that could make that happen. There you go. You know, every vote counts, as they say. So, uh, and uh, right now, every point uh, counting for the Batesville Bulldogs as they uh, open up a 29-6 lead over the Rushville Lions. The uh, Bulldogs got on the board first with 2.27 to go in the opening period. 
Gage Pullman with a one-yard touchdown run. Brady Wannell added the extra point, and it was 7 to nothing. And then Pullman with his second TD run of the night. This one a 75-yarder up the middle with 10.48 to go in the second quarter. The two-point conversion try was a successful run and made it 15 to nothing. And then Will Geisel connected with Cade Kaiser on a 24-yard touchdown pass with 5.14 to go in the second period. Wannell added the extra point, and it was 22 to nothing. Rushville got on the board with 4.44 to go in the second period. Harper Miller with an 11-yard touchdown run. That was set up by a terrific uh, kickoff return and mm-hmm. also a, a nice pass along the sideline. The extra point try failed, and it was 22-6 to Batesville. And then as time expired in the first half, Geisel with his second touchdown pass of the night. This one, a 27-yarders. Kevin Kreckler in the end zone on the uh, Bates, on T in the Batesville type in the end zone showed some hops. Flagged it down, and 1L add the extra point, and it was 29-6, and that's where things stand here as the Batesville High School band entertaining here and uh, wrapping up their performance at halftime as they get ready to announce this year's homecoming court. So, uh, you know, of course, they had the uh, the parade through uh, downtown yep. and uh, having the uh, – sound like the uh, junior class uh, winning the uh, uh, the parade uh, float contest. So, uh, so they're the winners of that one, and uh, – well, we've got a moment. I uh, want to pass along some other scores around the area. And it's now a, uh, the Reds have tightened things up against the St. Louis Cardinals at Great American Park, uh, Ballpark. It's now a 6-4 to four ball game. St. Louis on top of Cincinnati in the top of the fifth. And East Central on our uh, WRBI uh, uh, radio game, our 103.9 game, enjoying a 48 to nothing halftime lead. Josh Ringer becomes the all-time touchdown leader. In Trojan program history, he now has 69 on his brilliant career. He'll be heading off to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio next year. Also, uh, Lawrenceburg with a 28 to nothing lead at Greensburg at the half. North Decatur and Shenandoah tied at seven apiece at the half. Milan hanging a 43 spot on the Switzerland County Pacers. The Indians with a 43 to nothing lead at halftime at the TP. And South Dearborn with a 12 to seven lead. Over the Connersville Spartans at the halftime, uh, back at the uh, place where Terrence and I occupied last week. That was uh, Backman Field, uh, high atop Wilmington Hill near Aurora. So, and uh, of course, uh, we'll keep you updated on the scores uh, throughout the evening. And then once uh, we adjourn here, you be sure you check on uh, WRBIRadio.com for all of the high school uh, football scores from around the area and also coaches' interviews as well. As we mentioned, it is homecoming. A very festive crowd here. The paddock is completely full, standing room only. And speaking of standing room, they are fans standing along the chain lead fence, and they stretch all the way from the paddock clear up to the concession stand. And it gives you some idea of the crowd here. Yeah, you, you love to see it. I mean, uh, you know, and, and it's an excellent night. I mean, uh, you know, two weeks ago we were sweltering and uh, mm-hmm. probably lost about 20 pounds on uh, that night. But, uh, yeah, this is a, just a, a beautiful night here at uh, Batesville High School, the festive occasion as the uh, homecoming court being introduced here at the Dog Pound in a, in a huge crowd. And, uh, you know, you know, winning makes a lot of uh, a lot of things, and you get a lot of the crowd here and yeah. get out here, and they uh, they have absolutely uh, turned out for uh, tonight's contest. As uh, Batesville looks to go to four and zero on the season and two and zero in the EIAC small school division, as the uh, halftime activities continue here as they introduce the homecoming court here at Batesville High School. Cade Kaiser, of course, a twenty-four yard touchdown. 
uh, reception there in that first half. He's also part of this homecoming court. In fact, he's escorting uh, his date, if you would. I can't come up with a... His escort or something. Thank you. His <laughs> escort. Thank you. He is escorting uh, escorting a young lady out on the field now. Also, uh, fre- uh, freshman uh, Braden Hughes, uh, freshman tied in on uh, this Bulldog football team. Also a part of the freshman court. And another freshman, uh, Tanner Wells, uh, down at the other end at the uh, 30-yard line off to our left uh, as part of the uh, the court as well. So uh, the football team uh, represented here. A few uh, few blue uh, royal blue jerseys out there is, uh, as to be expected. Well, we will go ahead and step away as they continue with the halftime uh, festivities. When we come back, we'll be able to announce the winners. Uh, the king and queen of each uh, of each class will let you know who will be crowned the next homecoming king and queen here at Batesville. You're listening to high school football and homecoming right here, streaming live at WRBIRadio.com and on the new WRBI app. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty Team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at tudorsquare.com. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the of light. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. 
If you've had experience with early pregnancy loss, stillbirth, or newborn death, Margaret Mary Health invites you to join them Saturday, October 7th for a walk to remember. Held in the healing garden behind Margaret Mary's Cancer Center, this event brings families together to honor the sweet babies we've lost too soon. In addition to a short walk and balloon launch, families will receive a stone to place in their dry stream bed in honor of their baby. To learn more, visit the events page at mmhealth.org. And we're back at halftime here at the Dog Pound where the Bulldogs, they lead the Rushville Lions by a score of 29-6. to And uh, Bulldogs have been able to get things done all the way around. They've had two rushing touchdowns from uh, <clears throat> uh, Cage Pullman and then two passing touchdowns, one caught by Cade Kaiser, the other caught by uh, Alex Kreckler, and the plus a two-point conversion, as Will Geisel called his own number there, out of that offset formation and dove, and he probably got that ball in maybe by a half an inch. Just the nose of the ball was able to break the plane before his knee hit the ground. In fact, there was some discussion about it, but after a meeting of the minds, they said the PAT was good, and that's where we stand. 28 points for the Bulldogs, and just when you thought the Lions were going to hide and go home, they rip off a huge kickoff return in two plays later. Later, they're able to punch it into the painted area for their first score of the evening. Yep. So uh, the uh, aforementioned Rushville Lions emerging from the locker room uh, dressed in their white jerseys uh, trimmed in uh, black and red and also the black pants and shiny red helmets, which uh, really uh, pop here mm-hmm. in the lights. I mean, they did in the daylight. They do so more at nighttime. As they uh, get ready to uh, you know, take the field here once again, they were trailing the Batesville Bulldogs 29-6. to Batesville yet to reemerge. But uh, do you want to lay on you some homecoming court results here at uh, Batesville High School? And uh, the Prince of the 2023 homecoming court is the aforementioned Cade Kaiser. The Princess is Annie Negovich. The 2023 homecoming king is Will Hunter. And the queen is Angela Diaz. So congratulations to those young people on uh, being named the uh, homecoming royalty and everyone who uh, took part in the uh, king and queen and uh, prince and princess uh, candidates and so forth tonight here at homecoming at Batesville High School. No doubt about it. Good to see a couple of Bulldog athletes in there showing that they're not just one-dimensional. Kate Kaiser there being named Prince. And, of course, the queen, Angela Diaz, plays for the Lady Bulldogs soccer team this fall. They're doing pretty well as uh, also in their fall uh, uh, adventures here. Yeah, and you've seen uh, her exploits and all the other uh, Batesville uh, players as well on the uh, the pitch uh, this year. And uh, uh, you have some... some soccer coming up here don't you yeah we'll be another super saturday we'll be traveling oh just up the hill to owenberg academy as the lady twisters will take on heritage christian that should be a good one uh this this uh, oa lady twisters team another good one they have that deep deep run in the postseason last year and they're looking to go to the next round um being able to make it to the regional as they did um and of course in uh you know, in, 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 in women's soccer, once you get to that regional level, you're playing some the cathedrals of the world and, and just some really, really good programs. So it was good to see them get that opportunity to, 
to get to that level. Now let's see them break through um, to state. Yep, you know, they kicked the door down, as they say. There mm-hmm. was the old, the old Bum Phillips uh, expression about uh, we knocked on the door, banged on the door, and now we want to kick the door down. Of course, they didn't do it because they ran into the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers of the <laughs> 70s. But uh, still, that's the mindset that you kind of have to that you have to have when you uh, get uh, up there and uh, you move on into the uh, postseason. Is the uh, Batesville Bulldogs have uh, emerged from the locker room and uh, warming up off to our left. And uh, they have their uh, traditional white helmets with the white pants and the royal blue jerseys with the white numerals uh, trimmed in silver. And this is really where the Bulldogs have got to be careful, Tom. You've got a sizable lead. You're thinking about the homecoming dance later on tonight, what you're going to wear, the whole nine. And you might not be thinking about this team that's lined up in front of you that was able to score a touchdown on you late that broke open a huge kickoff return late, um, exposed you a little bit, if you would, in terms of some uh, uh, inability to wrap up and tackle. And if you're not careful, you know, they can easily pop off another one or two. So the Bulldogs have... This job one was showing up and be ready to play, and they, okay, they handled that. But now job two is they've got to lock back in. You know, again, Cade Kaiser just was announced prince of the, of the, of the homecoming court. He's got to leave. Yeah, he's forget gotta, that. He's got to forget that. Leave that in the locker room. They still, there's still work to be done. Indeed. And, of course, this is something that uh, Ryan Lankerman uh, talked after week one against Rushville. The fact that uh, they, you know, kind of went, fell asleep in the mm-hmm. second and third quarters, but uh, then they got their wake up call. I mean, the same thing can happen here. I mean, uh, yes, you have a uh, 29-6 lead. However, you know, two quick spores uh, right off the bat. I mean, if you get a three and out, and then Rushville's able to uh, get a, a good punt return off and then uh, also uh, put together a couple of good plays like they did after that uh, yes. kickoff return, which really, you know, opened things up for them and uh, kind of gave them new life and, uh, you know, led to a, a, a nice pass along the sideline and then the, uh, the touchdown run. And, uh, you know, just all of a sudden like that, well, you know, you got yourself a ball game. But, uh, you know, you want to keep some distance like uh, you're able to do. So, again, uh, the key is uh, Batesville. Uh, you know, get away from the, uh, the cutesy uh, uh, formations. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just run what they've been running. You know, dance with the, the gal who brung you or you went with. And then, uh, you know, methodically uh, move down the field and, uh, you know, eat up some clock if you can. And, you know, just kind of uh, you know, put that uh, – you know, a little distance between you and your opponent. In this case, the uh, the Rushville Lions, a team that, uh, yes, 0-3, but as uh, well documented, you know, just a few uh, plays here and there from uh, a lot better results. And as for the Lions, if you are the Lions, you've got to remember the fact that you've been in every last one of these games, less the Franklin County game. When it came down to the third and fourth quarter, they were in the ball game, and that's when that hurry-up offense – that's when the attrition of that starts to show up. Yes, and uh, you know Franklin County uh, able to uh, put some distance between them and uh, Rushville last week. And uh, you know, as you mentioned, that uh, Rushville was in that game all the way up to halftime. I mean, Franklin County had a battle. West Gilman would be the first one to tell you that. And then all of a sudden, uh, that uh, you know uh, body started wearing down on them and everything. And then mm-hmm. uh, you know a few plays here and there. And then uh, you know Franklin County able to get the uh, t- you know twenty point win, uh, the biggest uh, margin of victory uh, posted against the uh, Rushville Lions uh, to this point. So uh, you know that's uh, something we're going to keep an eye on here. If uh, see uh, what Batesville does, see if they uh, keep their foot on the gas 
and uh, you know forget about halftime. It's now in the rearview mirror. You still got a uh, you know you still got a job to do. You still have a second half of football to play. So uh, we'll see what they can uh, pull off there. But uh, for and and of course maybe even forcing turnovers and uh, which leads to. Uh, Where's Batesville and Milan uh, joining forces to Turnover Hunger in local elementary schools? And you can participate in Turnover Hunger by pledging a dollar amount for each turnover the Batesville and or Milan football teams force or make a flat donation to support the program by visiting the Ripley County Community Foundation website, rccfonline.org. And then at the end of the season, all pledges are collected and grand to five of the local elementary schools, Batesville Primary Schools, Summon, Jackson, Dell, Milan, and South Ripley Elementary Schools. And the funds support the weekend backsack program, which sends a backpack of food home with students who otherwise would not have food provided on the weekends. To, uh, again, uh, pledge or uh, donate per turnover, rccfonline.com. And the Ripley County Community Foundation is a 501c3 charitable organization, and all donations are tax-deductible. Of course, the Bulldogs were able to add another tally mark to their turnover total as the Rushville Lions attempted an onside kick to start things here on at the top of the third quarter, but it was quickly and wisely covered up by the Bulldogs. Number 77, John Dirkheising, able to just fall on it, and that'll give the Bulldogs great field position, but uh, my initial point, Bulldogs defense able to turn the Rushville Lions over there on what was a promising drive for Rushville but ended up leading to the first touchdown for the Bulldogs. So to open up the third, Bulldogs with excellent field position. They're on their own 49-yard line. Geisel goes under center. A handoff to Crackler. Crackler off the left side. Full head of steam, and he won't be tackled until he gets into Indy, uh, excuse me, Lion territory. And he's brought down at the 38-yard line. Yeah, nice uh, run straight up the middle. A good hole opened up by the Batesville offensive line, and Crackler just absolutely uh, turned on the burners there and finally brought down the Rushville 38-yard line. First and 10, Batesville. Good start for the Batesville offense in the second half. Kate Kaiser, or should I say Prince Kaiser? Yeah. <laughs> the lone receiver in this set here on the near side. Geisel's going to hand this one off to Pullman. Pullman straight ahead. And as we noticed at the end of that first half, we talked about this offensive line starting to impose its will, and they're really picking up where they left off, Tom. Yeah, they really have. I mean, uh, yeah, Rushville had that uh, lengthy halftime break, but uh, making no difference. Batesville just absolutely, you know, bowling over some of the uh, Rushville defenders, especially that front line, and opening up those big holes. So pick up a four on the play. It'll be second and six, Batesville, at the Rushville. 34-yard line. The Crackler went out on this play, the, uh, on the previous play. He's back in. Deacon Hamilton switched out with him. A dart to Kaiser in and out of the hands here on the near side. And it'll go as incomplete. Yeah, they, uh, just off the hands of Kaiser, but uh, Ralph Aikens uh, with a, a good uh, job there getting in there. His hands in there uh, ever so slightly, uh, but enough to uh, disrupt it and get it out of the hands of Kaiser. So the uh, incomplete pass will stop the clock with 10.49 to go. It'll be third and six Batesville at the Rushville 34-yard line. And early in the third quarter, it's now East Central 55, Franklin County nothing. And obviously the running clock is in play up in Brookville tonight. Already continues to swap backs in and out. Deacon Hamilton back in now. They're going to hand it to Pullman. Flags fly as Pullman picks up what would be a Bulldog first down. 
in uh, the neighborhood of holding, and that is the call. Yeah, that was thrown by the uh, back judge. Uh, however, he saw it out front, the, the holding, and usually you expect it in the offensive backfield, but uh, the back judge uh, saw the hold there, so that's going to march the Batesville Bulldogs back. But with that new rule, Tom, where they move it back from the actual spot of the foul, well, that's a 10-yarder. Yeah, 10 yards on, on, the, on the hold. But in terms of the line of scrimmage, it's only... Eh, about an eight yard different, um, eight yards behind the initial line. Yeah, based on again that new rule where you know marked off from the spot of the infraction. So third and long now. Fake the handoff and a couple of lions came to try to tackle and he throws that one at the feet of what looked like one of his linemen. Actually, ball didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, but. He did have a player in the area, so that avoided the intentional grounding penalty. Landon Browning and Kemper Seitz with the pursuit of the for the Rushville Lions, but uh, Jives was able to get it uh, thrown in the neighborhood of one of his teammates as he uh, hit the deck. So that's going to be uh, set up a uh, fourth down. So uh, look for uh, you know pretty much anything here. They got some options, and uh, Jizel holding out his hands, uh, getting a. Trying to get an indication of uh, what Evan Ulrey wants to do and uh, look for a punt here. And nope, no, he's going to hold it. He's got, he's got pass it. Kaiser. Ah, Alva's hand, yeah, over his hands and not able to come up with it. Thrown a little bit high. There was some pressure implied by the Rushville Lions. They got back there and uh, they they were ready for pretty much anything to their credit. So the uh, Rushville Lions will take over on downs at the. Uh, their own 44-yard line. So, uh, but uh, once again, a, a penalty uh, wiping out the, you know, a good Batesville drive. Not able to uh, capitalize, getting the uh, ball to start this second half. A good start, but uh, not so good finish. So, with that, Rushville will take over on downs, first and ten, at their own 44-yard line. Boy, Coach Schleier was wearing out the official on this side of the field about that play that should have been intentional grounding because the bulldog in the area was the O lineman. <laughs> And a wide open, another quick hit pass and touchdown as the Lions' Braden Wilson got behind the defender, Damian Dance, and then turned on the after Jets. And another one-play touchdown for the Lions. And, Tom, this is kind of what we talked about Uh at the halftime break, that the game was not over and the Lions were not going to quit. No, absolutely not. We said that uh, this is something that Batesville had to keep the uh, the foot on the gasoline pedal. And uh, with that, uh, after they uh, turn it over on downs, first play from scrimmage, Nick Jarman hitting uh, Braden Wilson with a 56-yard touchdown pass with 10-16 to go in the third quarter. And uh, now is a 29-12 ball game in favor of uh, Batesville. And uh, depending on uh, what uh, Rushville likes to do, whether to kick the extra point or go for two, it looks like they're going to go for two because they have the offensive uh, unit still out on the field. Yeah, I mean, some last-minute coaching there for Jarman as he runs into the huddle late. Yeah, he's talking to Isaac Sliger, not only uh, head coach but also offensive coordinator, calls the plays. And so uh, with that, uh, Rushville lines up in the offensive set. Four receivers in this set. One back. He drops back and a quick pitch and looked like it was going to be intercepted. Uh, But all the same, Kaiser able to break that one up. 
So the two-point conversion is no good, but the quick hit touchdown brings the Lions a little bit closer. 29-12 is the score as we open up the third quarter. So Braden Wilson, a 56-yard touchdown reception on the pass from Nick Jarman. The two-point conversion try failed, and it is a 29-12 ball game. Batesville leading Rushville with 10-16 to go in the third quarter. And the scoring update brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft. So just like that, if you're the Lions, you couldn't ask for a better start to this second half of football. They're able to stop the Bulldogs, get great field position after they turned them over on downs, started off in plus territory, and it was a one-play drive that resulted in putting six more on the board. And, of course, uh, you know, keep in mind there you had a penalty that wiped out a good Batesville play, a positive yardage that would have picked up a first down. So with that, uh, Rushville able to uh, Pin, pin their ears back, so to speak, and uh, able to come up with a defensive stop. And just like that, a 29-16 ball game, Batesville with the lead. They back, they go back to the uh, the uh, onside kick, and this time, not a clean recovery. The Lions say they have it, and the officials do too. So, wow. How about that? You want to talk about Big Mo. She's yep. found a new dance partner here in the third. Yep, and they're wearing uh, red helmets, white jerseys, and black pants and near sideline. So Rushville uh, with the onside kick recovery sets them up, and it'll be a first and 10 at the Batesville 47-yard line. So just like that, Batesville uh, with the defensive, uh, you know, going to have to uh, come up with something here to try and stop this Rushville uh, offense. I mean, we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum about how uh, Rushville has their moments. This is one of those. They're going to see if they can capitalize and, you know, kind of put the squeeze on the Batesville Bulldogs. And they have definitely been picking on Damon Dance on this side of the field. They look his way again. Inside slant. Is it picked off? Incomplete pass. Incomplete. That ball ricocheted off of the intended line receiver, and there were three, count them, three Bulldog defenders just waiting to get a handle on that ball. Yeah, that was Braden Wilson who had it momentarily, bobbled it, and then it fell harmlessly to the ground to uh, – for the incomplete pass. It will stop the clock with 10.08 to go in the quarter. Again, it's the third quarter, so a second and 10. Rushville at the Batesville 47-yard line. And I said Damon Dance. Actually, that, that was incorrect. It's actually Christian Stinger on this this near sideline defending. This time, they, uh, that pitch takes a hop off the turf, but a favorable hop and goes right into the hands of the runner. Uh, almost disaster for the Lions as a little bit of indecision by Jarman. That Yeah, Jarman looked like that looked like a forward pass because he was trying to go on the pitch. Yes. But his uh, his trail man was uh, beyond the beyond the area and he was a he pitched it forward. But uh, they're going to call it a pickup of three on the play, third and seven. Maybe payback for that uh, intentional grounding call. Burst up the middle. Another good run there. This time Miller just gets a good head of steam there, and there they go with that hurry-up offense. Lions quickly back to the line. They're ready to snap it again. And they had to wait and get the ball set, which they do. They go right back to Miller and straight forward again. And as I mentioned, it's not the hurry up in the first half, Tom, that does damage. It's at these moments here in the second half, and the Lions smell blood in the water. Especially when you've got momentum on your side. That's when the hurry-up offense is most effective. And you've got your defense back on their heels. Jarman quickly to the sideline. Check with me. Got the play and a whistle. It's got to be illegal motion 
against the Lions. Bulldogs know all about that too well. <laughs> yeah, they had uh, several of them uh, right in a row there as they were stuck in reverse on the uh, drive in the first half. But uh, So uh, that's the only thing that's really stopped their uh, slowed down the Rushville uh, offense to this point in the second half, that uh, illegal motion penalty. So mark it back. It'll be a second and 10 Rushville at the Batesville 31. And another movement on front. So this is identical to the Bulldog <laughs> drive there yes. in the second half. We've seen this movie before. And there's no doubt Coach Schleiger is saying to his team, we want to hurry, but don't rush. No. Do it, do it smartly. So second and 15 now, Rushville. Ball back at the Batesville 36. Gets the play call from the sideline. Dermot going to hand off to Miller. Miller running off right tackle. Flags fly. And that could go either way, either a hold or a face mask. It's that a hold. Humanity. It will be a hold. will call, be called against the uh, Rushville Lions. Oh, my goodness. Back to back <laughs> to back. back penalties. And, boy, Big Mo <laughs> looking for a new dance partner all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, – Moe's uh, now in quicksand here, and uh, he's trying to sludge his way out of this uh, this quagmire. So that's going to move the ball back to the Batesville 45-yard line. So that will set up a second and a good chunk. We'll just put it second and 25 more precisely. So you'd think it would be an a obvious passing play, and it is. They sling it out to the outside. Trying to give an opportunity for Wilson, but that one off the mark and goes incomplete. Yep, just off of uh, Wilson's hand as he tried to come along the sideline and uh, being mindful of that and you know, kind of a, yeah, really a fastball thrown in there by Nick Jarman. So incomplete pass, stops the clock with 9.03 in the third period. So it'll be a third and 25 Rushville at the Batesville 45. Oh, a little... Bump in the backfield there. They still get the pitch off, and then a forward pass to another wide-open receiver who will score. Oh, my goodness. Not quite the flea flicker because it was a pitch outside, but then he pulled up and threw it, and Chase Wolf was standing all alone at about the 20-yard line, turned on the afterburners and did the rest, and Rushville has scored again twice now in the third. Keegan Bowles hitting Chase Wolf with a 55-yard pass. And uh, just like that is now a 29-18 ball game. The extra point try here by Braden Wilson can make it a 10-point ball game. There's nobody out on this field that would be familiar or understand the term rope-a-dope. High snap on the PAT, but picked up off the bounce by Miller. Oh, and he got tackled out of bounds. He got tackled, I mean, like a mile out of bounds. So now they'll get to do that over. I'm not really sure what the, the thinking process was. And I guess he thought, I'm going to tackle this guy. Yeah, he was, he was you know, hell-bent on the tackling uh, the man. That was uh, Braden, Mil- or excuse me, Braden Wilson. The, uh, the kicker came up with that uh, after the high snap and then flagged it down and Tried to run it, tried to make something happen, and uh, finally just decided to uh, love to play another down and uh, another kick. And uh, they're going to call a personal foul face mask. 
And they're going to see it against Rushville, actually. Oh, my goodness. That's interesting. So you got offsetting penalties then because that late hit over there. Yeah, that was, was that was that was out on Huntersville Road. Oh, I mean, basically. I mean, ba- <laughs> might have been on the other side of it as well. I mean, it was that far out of bounds. So Coach, Coach Sliger is like, what are you talking about? And he might be still talking about that. Uh, <laughs> the intentional grounding that wasn't called. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just judging by the hand motions. Yeah. But now he's talking about the, uh, the the late hit. I think what he's saying, he's stacking them up. He's saying, look, you, I gave you the intentional grounding call, but now I got a late hit across the way, and I can't get that either. <laughs> so some, some nights it's just not your night, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, he's very, very vocal with the, uh, the one official, very animated. And is trying to get the explanation, so uh, so it's going to remain a twenty-nine to eighteen ball game so, in favor of uh, Batesville. So again, Keegan Bowles on the uh, on the pitch out on the halfback option, a fifty-five yard pass to Chase Wolf. The extra point try, no good. Whatever you want to call it, and with that, it oh is a twenty-nine to eighteen contest in favor of uh, the Batesville Bulldogs in a scoring drive. Brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Kreckler. Now, to add insult to injury, they are going to assess that face mask penalty on the kickoff. So that moves the Lions way back to start this kickoff. But just remember, all of this this late scoring came from a turnover on downs, then a score, then a recovered onside kick. That eventually ended in another score. So this Lions team was off and running. And uh, Slager taking an impromptu timeout here out on the field, kind of got his guys together and maybe trying to settle things down a little bit. Yeah, a little checkup from the neck up. And, and that uh, may be more for him than anybody else. I think, I think so. I think it is for him uh, just to get himself to get his bearings and get back to what he needs to be doing as far as uh, play calling and so forth. but uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, at least a small percentage of it is to uh, kind of settle those guys down after all the, uh, the calls that did not go their way and, uh, you know, things of that nature. And just when they thought they had momentum going on their way, you know, the, uh, the call out of bounds. So, uh, you know, that's going to back them up, as you said, Terrence. Uh, you have to kick it off, uh, you know, and Batesville should come out of this with a pretty good field position. And, of course, also uh, keep in mind that uh, the fact that, you know, Rushville, uh, with a, uh, they tried the onside kick on the uh, start of the first, second half. Yes. And then uh, they had the – that didn't work, but they tried it again, and that was successful. And it uh, was able – they were able to set up a score on that one. So, uh, you know, now Slider's still getting uh, – trying to get an explanation, still very vociferous and animated in his uh, motions to the officials trying to – get an explanation of uh, what's going on here and why things weren't called and you know so on and so forth. But what it would appear is his, that he has an issue with the way the face mask penalty is being administered. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what it boils down to uh, you know the way that they're uh, they're calling it and you know the the mark off and so forth why you know they they're, they're uh, you know making them uh, kick off from the 25 yard line after the face mask penalty. Which and it, and and to his point, they should be retrying the point after because it should have been offsetting penalties. Yeah, I was cause of. I, yeah, and I was surprised they didn't do that. I mean, I was really shocked that they didn't uh, because it was offsetting penalties. You would think that they would go ahead and try the uh, the the conversion afterward. The two whether it's a two pointer or the field, you know, the extra point. They did not do that, and I think that's at the heart of uh, 
you know, Isaac Sliger's beef, and, you know, very legitimate one at that. And, and again, from the officials' standpoint, the only thing that I could figure, the officials are treating it as if the play was dead after the bobble snapped, the ball hit the ground a couple of times, this, that, and the other. Of course, that's still a live ball. You and I know that yep, that's, that's still a live ball. ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for whatever reason, that's the only explanation because the the referee on the far side of the field, the official on the far side of the field, threw his flag with that late hit. Yep. Um, but apparently they, they picked that up and waved it off for <laughs> yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, that's yeah that's that's mind-boggling to and, put and, it lightly. And, and that's why that's why Coach Slager yep, has exactly. come unglued. I mean, and, yep. and I can understand that. Oh, I can too. I, I don't blame him at all. I mean, he has a legitimate beef. I mean, and as you can see now, he's saying it wasn't. And so, so we were right. It's how it's being administered. And it appears that Sliger thinks it should have been the five-yard variety. Yep. And he's letting him know, the official's letting him know, no, it was not just a grazing of the face mask. He grabbed and turned, you know, at, based on his, his uh, yeah, what the they physical would, display right there. Yeah, what they would call intent. Yeah. You know, that there was a, you know intentional uh, you know, grabbing of the face mask and uh, twisting and turning of the head and so forth. So now all this really does... When a team sees his head coach out there fighting for him like they just witnessed, that's just going to fire them up that much more. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it sends a message to his team that their coach has their back, and uh, you know, that's uh, something for them to uh, you know keep in mind as the the season uh, rolls on here. I didn't have a clock on it, but we've probably been dead here, a dead ball. About 10, 15 minutes. I mean, that's a long rest really to give. Is. And this one, they kick this one to the opposite side of the field, but they kick it to Cade Kaiser. So Kaiser bulldozes one to defender and moves forward. He's going to get, and we got more flags flying here, perhaps some little something a little late there as Kaiser goes out of bounds near the 50-yard line. Let's see what this flag, and it's thrown by the farthest official from the play. Maybe some, you know, a little chippiness. And we await the... The call here. What was a relatively clean first half minus, and it's going against the Bulldogs. What was what was a relatively clean first half minus those uh, pre-snap penalties by the Bulldogs has just turned into a flag fest here in the last ten minutes. Yeah, it was a block in the back is what was the call against Batesville. So, but yeah, this is absolutely uh, degenerated. Anyway, uh, penalty marred uh, second half here. So we still have 8.49 to go left in the third quarter. And, again, uh, Batesville with the 29-18 lead over Rushville. But uh, so uh, now let's uh, we'll see if uh, see what happens here. Cooler heads prevail, and uh, we can just uh, get, you know, play some ball here. Let's get rolling here. So instead of starting at the 50, Bulldogs are going to start from – the 35, they go back to that formation. They gave them all the troubles early, and guess what? They get it off without a flag. And it's a running play for the Bulldogs. All that just to hand it off. Yeah, Will Geisel, the ball carrier, he picked up nine on that play just right up the middle. Good hole opening up there, and uh, they're going to actually say he did pick up the first down, so just enough to pick up the fresh set of downs, and that's going to move the ball to the 47-yard line in Batesville territory, so Geisel uh, just straight up the middle and picks up the first down. 
Geisel did not go to the sideline for this play, Tom. He took nope. this play right off the old wristband here. Yeah, they, uh, he knew exactly what he wanted to run, and he ran it to perfection. Same formation. Weiler in motion. They hand to Pullman. Pullman is going to draw a crowd, and he's going to go down for a loss of one. And credit uh, Carter Barnes, a five foot eleven, two hundred and ten junior linebacker, coming up and uh, stuffing that and pulling down Holman before he could get anything going. So no gain on the play. It'll be second and ten, Batesville, at their own forty-seven yard line, eight seventeen and counting here in the third quarter. Again, the Bulldogs lead the Rushville Lions, twenty-nine to eighteen. It's very familiar feeling, Tom, of the game last week. Bulldogs mm-hmm. seem to have had the game in hand and just uh, kind of some self-inflicted wounds allowed uh, the game to be much closer than it was. A quick pitch and catch to Kaiser on the near side and a very late flag. And I think this is going to go against Rushville, kicking balls the uh, defender on that uh, previous play. But uh, one of the Rushville lines looked like one of the linebackers holding out his arms and uh, saying that uh, looks like he might have uh, thrown one of the uh, the Batesville uh, offensive players, and that's what uh, this is going to be. Uh, the penalty will be marked against, mm. so a personal foul will be marked against the Rushville Lions. So uh, Batesville, nevertheless, uh, still picked up the uh, first down uh, via the 15-yard penalty. So uh, that we'll see where they uh, take it. They're going to mark it down at the wow. 34-yard line. So the ball will be at the... Rushville, 34-yard line, first and 10, Batesville. I, I say it again, Tom. This game was relatively clean, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it turned into a laundry fest here. Back under center goes Geisel with Cade Kaiser out in single coverage up top. Takes a snap, hands off to Kreckler. Kreckler with the stiff arm, but he didn't want to let go. Did what the the tackler number yep. three and yep. brought him to the ground. Yeah, Landon Browning, uh, excellent job there, and he was the one who was uh, mm-hmm. arguing the case on that previous play about the uh, personal foul, but uh, he recovered and kept his uh, wits about him, able to bring Kreckler down for uh, pickup of one on the play. So a second and nine, ball at the Rushville thirty-three yard line, and it is a final in Brookville East Central fifty-five, Franklin County nothing. The Trojans rolled a four and zero. Oh. So we want to welcome in the crowd that, well, in a little bit then, as Deacon Hamilton somehow navigates the hole up front and rushes his way to another Bulldog touchdown. That's a 33-yarder, so Hamilton with the uh, score with uh, 6.51 to go here in the third period. So uh, a little bit of order restored there as uh, Batesville able to uh, get something going there on the Deacon Hamilton run. Just uh, ran straight up the middle along the hash marks, uh, found daylight. Good job by uh, the Batesville offensive line opening up that hole. And uh, with that, uh, Brady Wannell on for the extra point attempt. And you said it right, Tom. What, no better way, right, to regain order. And they go for the two-point conversion, a pitch out to Pullman, who easily goes in for the two-point conversion there. So with that, that makes the score 37-18. to 18. 
Folks at home are having trouble <laughs> trying to figure out that odd football score of 37 to 18, but that's where we are. Yeah, we'll, we'll recap it for you later on. But uh, So uh, Deacon Hamilton, a 33-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion try is good. And uh, Batesville now with a 37 to 18 lead over the Rushville Lions, 6.51 to go in the third quarter. And the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See David Ball. Uh, we'll step away quickly. As the Lions will try to answer here, you're listening to High School Football on WRBI and the new WRBI app. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school football brought to you in part by the aforementioned Fleetwood Chevrolet, Margaret Mary Health, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt Nelco, and Ison's Family Pizza. So the Bulldogs restore order with a huge touchdown run from Deacon Hamilton. I had made mention... Coach Ulrey was has been very consistent on changing those running backs out between Kreckler, uh, Hamilton, and Pullman. And this time it was, ha- uh, excuse me, Deacon Hamilton. Yep, his first touchdown run of the season. So we're set to go. Brady Wanell off to kick off deep. Flirts with the sideline, but it's picked up by the Lions. And Damian Dance, oh, a heat-seeking missile there as he darts through a crowd, wraps up the runner around his ankles, brings him to the turf. Yeah, tried to get uh, something going was the return man, Keegan Bowles. And as you mentioned, Damian Dance is absolutely uh, knifing in there and uh, bringing him down at the 15-yard line. So uh, a nice job by uh, the Batesville special teams on the kick coverage, at least on, on that one. They uh, rebounded from uh, some subpar performances, uh, shall we say, and able to uh, set up a first and 10 for the Rushville Lions at their own 15-yard line in uh, Batesville with the 37-18 lead, 6.46 to go in the third quarter. Lions' worst starting position this half. Of course, once the Bulldogs did have them pinned inside the five there in the first half. Drops back to throw, does Jarman, looks outside, has a man there, and is quickly escorted out of bounds, but not before a modest pickup there, a little pitch and catch from Jarman to Wolf. Yeah, Chase Wolf uh, bouncing it to the outside and uh, able to pick up a few extra yards after the catch before he was escorted out of bounds, so pick up of six on the play. Jarman's already set and ready to go again, looks to the sideline. Slager looks like he's trying to land an airplane, giving him hand signals to let him know what play to run from the gun. Looks like he wants to run it himself. Late pitch. And the Bulldogs this time kind of stay at home and able to maintain the edge, Tom, and get a a tackle for a loss. Yeah, and specifically uh, Cade Pullman uh, leading the charge there also, uh, or Gage Pullman and also uh, Cade Kaiser. They had that play really well strung out there as uh, the uh, Bulls was the uh, ball carrier on that one. And he couldn't get anything going because Batesville did such a good job of stringing it out. 
three receive, excuse me, four receiver set, three on the top side, one on the near side, one back behind German from the gun. Looks back, slings it out to his right. Timing pattern there. Ball is on time, and it's a first down as the receiver, Wilson, gets wrapped up at about the 30. Jonathan Bushley uh, with a stop for the Batesville Bulldogs, but not before a first down for the Rushville Lions at their own 30-yard line. Same set. This time they hand it off inside. Nice stop there coming up from that linebacker position. Yeah, Harper Miller, the ball carrier, he picked up a a hard-earned two yards. Carter Bowman with the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs. Back to the line, ready to go again. Almost got the Bulldogs to jump. They lean forward, but able to maintain their position. Man in motion. Deacon Hamilton to follow. They look out to the left again. This time, this short pass, maybe at the line of scrimmage or maybe even behind the line of scrimmage. And it gets quickly wrapped up, did Miller, and he was dropped for a two-yard loss. And uh, Bushley and uh, Pullman in on the stop for the Batesville uh, defense. So uh, move it back one. So it'll set up a third and nine Rushville at their own 31. 4.55 left in this one. 37-18 Bulldogs on top. Lions made it interesting for a hot minute there to start the third. Bulldogs regain order. Oh, fastball here on the near side on the slant. Crackler part of the coverage. It was intended for Braden Wilson. Wilson's had a field day on that slant. Crackler came over to shut it down. Yeah, before he uh, was able to turn his head around to get the ball, it was already sailed past him because that was uh, that much of a uh, dart thrown by uh, Jarman, a um, 99-mile-an-hour fastball. So uh, fourth down, and uh, Braden Wilson will go back in punt formation for the Rushville Lions. Bulldogs pretty much keep the defense on the field, though. They're ready for anything. That step is high as well, but able to get it off. It's going to hit at the 50 and take a lion bounce and going to roll dead inside the Bulldog 45, and that's where they'll take over. Yeah, that was a, a rainmaker of a snap there. Way it really was. There. I mean, just kind of arching, but uh, to Wilson's credit, he was able to flag it down and get off the uh, rugby-style kick and uh, got a friendly roll on the bounce. So, But still, Batesville, that really good field position. You stop and think about it, the ball be at their own 43-yard line. And a key, key thing here, uh, Terrence, uh, you know, Avoid the self-inflicted wounds. Yes. We've seen so many uh, times that really both teams have done that tonight. Yes. They've uh, shot themselves in the foot uh, just when they think they have something going, and uh, the big uh, momentum gets killed because of uh, penalties and miscues and things of that nature. Well, this is the point of the game where you rely on Geisel to run that play clock all the way down to one second and then hand it to one of these backs. This time he chooses Pullman, and it was the right choice as Pullman Picks up 10 yards on the carry. A flag comes late. Let's see what this one is. Yeah, this is uh, pretty much what you talked about. Uh, you know, putting in Geisel, and he was able to milk the clock down to the uh, waning seconds on the play clock and hand it off to Pullman. However, it looks like it is going to be uh, marked off against the Batesville Bulldogs. They are walking back. Yep, they sure are. That's... But they're still late with the call. I guess these guys get paid by the hour. They have done nothing quickly tonight. 
still discussing. I mean, if the Bulldogs already know it's against them, <laughs> I've seen. I think I've seen uh, shorter filibusters in the Senate. Oh my! Still trying to figure it out. Now the only thing that could be taking some time is if it was a personal file and it was committed by the same player. No. Nope. I, okay. okay. First it was against the dogs, then it was against the Lions, then it was against the dogs again. So they discussed it so much they confused themselves, apparently. <laughs> Another final score for you, Terrence. The Lawrenceburg Tigers, a 42 to nothing winner at Greensburg this evening. And, of course, earlier it was East Central over Franklin County, 55 to nothing on our 103.9 WRBI game this evening. So they do mark it against the Bulldogs, 15 yards. Bulldogs will hand this one off to Pullman again. Pullman truck sticks a lion and moves forward with the individual effort to pick up an extra yard or so. Gets back the penalty yardage. Yeah, and uh, got even more on top of that. So uh, they got have it at the uh, nose of the ball at the uh, 45-yard line. Ralph Aikens in on the stop for the Rushville Lions. So... They're going to call it a second and eight for Batesville at their own 44-yard line. About 12 seconds on the play clock. Geisel goes under center. Rolls out to his right. Looking, looking, gets right to the boundary and finds Kaiser. Kaiser able to tiptoe that sideline, high point that ball and bring it in. Yeah, came, yeah, came up with a good coverage by the Rushville Lions they on did. the part of uh, Keegan Bowles and company, but uh, Kaiser just able to high point that one and come down with it and uh, able to get the uh, first down in Rushville territory. They're going to mark the ball at the Lion 37-yard line. A very Mahomes-esque play in that Geisel came all the way over to the boundary before he released that ball as he was going out of bounds. Handoff to Pullman. Pullman just pushing and shoving his way forward. Very close to a first down. Maybe a yard. Nope, they say he's good for the first, so they mark him at the 26-yard line. Yeah, just straight up the middle and uh, bouncing off some defenders. Very hard-earned first down in there, so... It'll take the uh, ball down to the 26-yard line of the Rushville Lions. We're inside three minutes in the third quarter. Batesville with a 37-18 lead over the Rushville Lions and looking for more. Geisel goes back under center. Rushville Lions look like they were coming, showing blitz. But the Bulldogs, even with that run blitz, able to pick up some positive yards on the run. Yep. Gage Bowman, the ball carrier on that one, for he was uh, finally taken down by uh, Drew McKee, a six-foot-three, two hundred five-pound senior linebacker. But uh, so pick up a four on the play for Pullman. It'll make a second and six off the Rushville twenty-two yard line. And another final score for you: the Milan Indians, a fifty-to-seven winner over the Switzerland County Pacers. So a successful homecoming at the teepee tonight. Two receivers for Geisel, Kate Kaiser and Damian Dance, but they pitch back to Pullman. Pullman got a whole lot of room on that left-hand side, and he will go into the painted area standing up. It's a bulldog touchdown. A 22-yard run for Gage Pullman. So he now has three TD runs on the night. 
And that comes with a minute 48 to go. So uh, Batesville getting a little bit of breathing room as they uh, will punch it in on the uh, Pullman 22-yard run. And once again, that uh, offensive line wearing down the Rushville defensive line, that war of attrition uh, taking place there. And uh, Pullman able to uh, bounce it to the outside and uh, take it into the uh, painted end zone. And and now it's a 43-18 ball game pending the extra point try by Brady Wanell. Traditional snap, hold, and kick. All three are good. Nope. Take that back. Hmm. That one was wide right. We look at it from an angle, so a lot of times it looks like it's good and find out later it's not. But all the same, with that latest Bulldog score, it's 43-18 now. Bulldogs regain control of this one, although the Lions, they're briefly, Tom, in that third. Mm-hmm. So tried to make it interesting. So uh, Gage Pullman, his third touchdown run of the night. That's a 22-yarder. It comes with a minute 48 remaining in the third quarter. The extra point try failed, but it's a uh, Batesville 43-18 to lead over the Rushville Lions. And the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville, C. David Ball. So not as close of a margin as what we saw last week uh, there at South Dearborn. But we do want to welcome our listeners that were checking out the earlier East Central game that had an opportunity to hear the East Central Trojans remain undefeated as they defeated Franklin County. Welcome in here to the Dog Pound where the Bulldogs are leading the Rushfield Lions, a score of 43-18 to with about a minute 48 left to go. Yeah, the East Central... 55 to nothing uh, win over the Franklin County Wildcats up in Brookville tonight. Lawrenceburg a 42 to nothing win at Greensburg, and uh, Milan a 50 to seven winner at home over Switzerland County. Some other scores around the area. It is uh, North Decatur now with a 21 to seven lead over Shenandoah. That one late in that ball game, and uh, just getting underway in the fourth period. South Dearborn with a uh, tight one with Connorsville. 26 to 13, the host Knights with the lead in that one, and then the bottom of the seventh, Great American Ballpark, St. Louis on top of Cincinnati, eight to four. Brady Wanell puts this one back into play, and Rushville knifes their way through the initial Bulldog swarm and tackle out across the 37 was the ball carrier, and that for the Lions that was Keegan Bowles and. Bowles has had a pretty good game here tonight. He really has. I mean, he's had some uh, passes. And of course, he got through the touchdown yep. past the 55-yarder on that halfback option to Chase Wolf. That uh, brought Rushfield to within 29-18 uh, to 18 with the 8.54 to go in the third quarter. And uh, you know, he's played a good game offensively, defensively, and uh, also on special teams. Set up a uh, Rushville score on uh, a previous uh, kick return as well. So uh, Rushville with a decent field position. First and 10 at the 37-yard line, trailing Batesville 43-18. to Bulldogs bringing out a lot of clean jerseys here. Some underclassmen getting an opportunity as <laughs> Jarman's intended pass swatted down by one of the big cats. That was uh, Bobby Weiler judging by his uh, dance moves out there, his excitement. That's what I was kind of chuckling, uh, the fact that he got his mid up there in the ground and uh, started uh, kind of dancing around in jubilation. That'll bring up second and 10. Jarman looking left, looking left. He's going to throw one. He's got a man there that's picked off. Is that the ball hawk? 
Yes. Of course it is. He's had an interception in every single game this season. Tonight should be no different as Alex Kreckler picks off Jarman and returns it back in to Indian territory. They'll mark him down at the 39-yard line. So once again, Alex Kreckler uh, coming up with a, with an interception, and uh, he now has uh, five on the season. So, uh, of course, uh, three last week against the uh, South Dearborn Knights mm-hmm. and uh, one apiece against Indian Creek, Milan, and uh, tonight against the uh, Rushville Lions. So uh, sets up his team with a first and ten at the Rushville 39-yard line. And Jarman just stared his receiver down a minute too long there. As Geisel takes the handoff, drifts back. Under a little bit of pressure, but Handel still looking, looking. Kind of a push pass, finds Kreckler. Kreckler going to move forward. It's going to be good enough. But they're going to say uh, a man downfield, an eligible yep, receiver. An el- yeah, an eligible receiver downfield is as, uh, Geisel uh, trying to keep that play alive, right. directing traffic. He was under all kinds of pressure back there. So an illegal uh, procedure, or excuse me, illegal receiver downfield, the second one called against Batesville tonight. And uh, so that's going to uh, you know, put him back with the minute 17 remaining. So that'll be a five-yard penalty mark off and repeat first down. But you're going to see that when you've got a dynamic quarterback oh, yeah. like Geisel. Oh, yeah. Those guys up front, they don't know if he's running or is he still just buying time to yeah. pass. Yeah, it would stand the reason that something like that would happen on that because, uh, you know, all kinds of confusion there. He's trying to avoid the rush, sidestepping, directing traffic, sure. and then rolling out to his right, trying to keep the play alive. And, uh, yeah, that's that's just human nature. Something like that is going is bound to happen. So after the penalty, Bulldogs move it back a little bit, two receivers on top. Geisel goes under center, checks at the line, hands this one off to Pullman. Pullman going right tackle, off left tackle, rather, moves forward, and he has had a serious running game here tonight. Picks up all of the penalty yardage and goes down at about the 32. Another final score for you. The North Decatur Chargers get the win at Shenandoah tonight, 21-7, the final score for Steve Stern's Chargers. And, of course, we'll have all the uh, scoring updates for you uh, before we uh, leave the air. And then once we leave the air, we should have all the uh, scores updated on our website, wrbiradio.com. Same formation. Geisel back under center, two backs in the backfield. Back to Pullman. Pullman. Goes right, then back left, and it gets wrapped up, but not before he picks up the first down. Yeah, so we'll see where they uh, spot this one, and most likely, yep, yeah, they got first down, and most likely this will be the last snap of the game. Just eight seconds on the clock as it. Oh, the third quarter, not the fourth quarter. Wow. I was really trying to get this game over, wasn't I? <laughs> You're wishing your life away, I think. Well, well, you know, we had that whole intermission. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the uh, not only the halftime, but also the intermission in-game, the 10-minute uh, discussion. Well, so. Lions fan, I apologize. You got one more frame to try to get this thing righted. 43-18 at the end of the third. We'll be back in just a second. Streaming live on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. 
Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's presentation of high school football brought to you in part by... Gehrings, Vaguely Napa Auto, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Tudor Square. Bulldogs to start the fourth quarter. Geisel takes the snap, rolls out to his right, looking long. He's going to deliver a long pass. Kaiser's there in the end zone. It's a touchdown. And another touchdown pass. This one, the third of the night for Will Geisel as he hits Kaiser for the second time this evening, a 28-yarder. And on for the extra point attempt will be Brady Winnell coming with 11.52 to go in the fourth quarter. Just underway. Quick hitter as Winnell's PAT is blocked. Extra points have been an adventure tonight. Yes, indeed. So uh, Batesville now opens up a uh, 49-18 lead over the Rushville Lions. Will Geisel, his third touchdown pass of the night. His second hookup with Cade Kaiser. This is a 28-yarder on the first play of the fourth quarter. And the extra point try was blocked. And the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang. So Bulldogs haven't quite taken their foot off the gas there. That quick hitter. One play scoring drive to start the fourth quarter. I mean, although that was an extended drive. I mean, they'd had the ball in their possession for some time. But once the fourth quarter started, it only took them one play to get in the end zone. And that's one of those plays, Tom, that I've talked to Coach about time and time again. How do you resist when they put Cade Kaiser in single coverage? How do you resist not throwing it to him every single time? He said it's very difficult to do. But that time, obviously... They couldn't resist. And uh, this is what Batesville wanted to do, uh, keep the ball, try and shorten the game, yep. uh, you know, penalties notwithstanding. But still, they did what they wanted to do, accomplish what they wanted to do, stay on schedule. And uh, with that, now it's a 49-18 to lead. Uh, Batesville uh, just underway here in the fourth quarter. Again, we had the uh, lengthy uh, halftime break by an extra five minutes as well as a ten-minute discussion oh, wow. trying to uh, figure out things as well, uh, which uh, we won't uh, rehash for you. But nevertheless, <laughs> it was Isaac Sliger trying to get an, in, uh, an explanation on a uh, face mask, the way the penalty was administered or not administered. So one now kicks it off. Picked up at about the 15-yard line, running straight up the field and heading off to his right, still on his feet. And finally brought down after he crosses the 35-yard line. 
The ball carrier for the Lions, number 17, Ralph Eakins. And Eakins has had some pretty decent returns tonight as well. He really has, and uh, you know, he's good recognition on his part. He's been able to see some good blocking up front by his uh, special teamers, his uh, kick team. And uh, this one able to take it out to the 37-yard line. So Rushville with a pretty decent field position to start out first and 10. Again, uh, Rushville trailing Batesville 49-18, to 11.44 to go in the fourth quarter. Well, credit this Rushville team, Tom. I mean, they yep. came out in the third quarter with the exact right attitude, with the exact right amount of fight to try to turn this into a ball game. Yeah, and plus the fact that they knew it was homecoming. You know, try and take advantage of that, uh, at least mentally. And Jarman's going to hand this one off. Ball carry will take this one straight ahead. A couple of yards for Harper Miller there. And Harper Miller, the 5'10", 108-pound senior running back, he's had a pretty good ball game as well. Jarman checks the sideline to get the play. Two receivers up top, one to the near side and the long back. Fakes a handoff and just flops this one up outside. A little bit of a jump and catch for Ralph Eakins. Yeah, that was uh, Drew McKee, a tight end, six foot three, two hundred five pound senior. He came out of that uh, shot out off the uh, off the line of scrimmage and uh, came out out on the flat and was able to uh, pick up a nice gain on the play. Uh, so it set up a third and one. Same formation. This time the handoff is clean and straight up the middle goes Miller. It's a foot race to the end zone and the Bulldogs able to get him down from behind. Ball pops out late. But he was already down. A huge gain for the Lions. And Jonathan Bushley with the closing speed there to save the touchdown coming up from behind and uh, taking Eakins down. And so uh, still a first and 10 for the Rushville Lions. The ball at the Batesville 21-yard line. They have to wait for the uh, chain gang to get set across the way. Well, the official somehow took a tumble, tripped on the, the turf monster, got the official... And that kind of spoiled yeah. the Lions' quick well, snap. And, two, they had to wait for the chain gang to get set across the way as well. Hand off to Miller. This time, Miller gets bottled up briefly, and then out of nowhere, a huge hit to clean it up, I believe, was Crackler. That was. Alex Crackler getting in there, just absolutely shooting in there. And uh, they got to mark the ball down at the 18-yard line. So Harper Miller with a pickup of three for the Rushville line. Set up a second and seven Rushville at the Batesville 18, approaching 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Kreckler from that safety position likes to come up and lay the wood when he gets the opportunity. Jarman going to keep it. Just gives himself up after one. Could be a late flag there and some extracurricular here in the backfield as well. <laughs> yeah, it looked like um, like Jarman uh, slid. I mean, he lost his footing ever so slightly, and uh, kind of looked like he uh, he he slid as well. But uh, but yeah, he looked like he lost his uh, footing on the turf. I think they're going to call that as a late hit. Yeah, flag should, is... yeah, it should be a late hit because somebody came in uh, late after he was clearly on the ground. So they're going to march off some more yardage here against the dogs and that's going to set the lions up right at the 10 yard line so it'll be first and goal from the 10. from the shotgun jarman checks to the sideline gets the play 
Oh, they fake the handoff. Jarman's going to keep it, but there is nowhere to go. And three different Bulldogs in on the tackle. Huge tackle for a loss there. Carter Bowman leading the charge there, but a good recognition by the Batesville defense of staying at home, carrying out their assignments, and Bowman, among others. Dirk Heising also in there for the stop for the Batesville Bulldogs, so a second and goal at the 10-yard line. Two receivers on the near side, one up top. Jarman drops back, looks to throw to the right. And diving in was Damian Dash. He seemed to have the best beat on that one, but it goes incomplete. Yeah, Chase Wolf was the intended receiver, and uh, Dan's coming up and uh, knocking it away. So set up a third and goal for the Rushville Lions at the 10-yard line of the Batesville Bulldogs. Clock stock on the incomplete pass with 9.07 to go in the contest. Again, Batesville with a 49-18 lead, but uh, Rushville looking to punch it in here. An update on that South Dearborn Connorsville game, Tom. Yeah. Uh, the Knights putting a little distance between them and the Spartans, 32-13, with three minutes left in the fourth. Jarman going to hand off. The Bulldogs were standing right there. Soon as he touched the ball, Miller got wrapped up and brought to the turf. Carter Bowman and Bobby Weiler getting in there and absolutely uh, stuffing that play. So Harper Miller not able to get anything going there as he was absolutely. Uh, Taken down and uh, wrestled down by a good pursuit by uh, both Miller and, or excuse me, uh, Bowman and Weiler. So, clock rolling with 8:40 to go in the ball game. So it'll be a uh, fourth and goal at the 12-yard line. And of course, Rushville going for it here on fourth down, as you would expect. Ghost looks to the sideline, gets the play now. Fakes the handoff, quick slant, and defended well. Give Stinger. Nice job. Oh, my goodness. Give that kid a cookie. <laughs> yeah, he, Braden Wilson was the intended receiver as he went on the uh, slant pattern and uh, getting right in there. Christian Stanger, the 5'10", 145-pound junior, knocking it away. So uh, excellent job there by Christian Stanger. Good recognition. Yes. And to uh, not commit the penalty right. on top of all that. So Batesville will take over on downs, first and 10 at their own 12. And that's exactly what it was, Tom, recognition. Stinger had seen that slant one too many times, mm-hmm. and he said, not tonight. Yeah. We're able to jump the route and actually pretty much beat the receiver to the ball. Yeah, he really did. I mean, it was like he, he could have uh, taken it uh, away, you know, taken it the other way if possible, but uh, – he did such a good job on that. So uh, Batesville, the first and ten at their own 12. Hand off up the middle, and Pullman able to get to second gear and the second level. Huge game there on first down. Bulldogs were in the shadow of their own end zone, but now they're going to have this one out at the 26-yard line. Yeah, just running straight up the middle. Good push up front at the point of attack by the Batesville offensive line. And uh, starting to, I think this is where you want to start to see uh, Batesville start wearing down the uh, Rushville defensive line. A lot of those guys in Rushville, uh, you know, go uh, both ways. But, uh, however, uh, Batesville, uh, with their strength and everything up front, this is where they want to try and uh, start wearing them down. Play clock down to three, two. Geisel takes the snap, hands off. We got a new runner here on this play, and he's got some wheels. Runs around the right-hand side for the Bulldogs. That's number 22, Zadian Small, a freshman. The 5'8", 165-pounder getting some great uh, experience here playing with the big boys. 
Yeah, and, uh, immediately uh, after he picked up the first down, he just uh, celebrated, pumped his arms and everything. His teammates came over and uh, glad-handed and everything, and well-deserved. He's going to get it again, and small. Not so small when he's going through that hole. Another nice pickup. He just absolutely dart through, but a uh, good push up front by the Batesville offensive line in uh, creating those holes for Zayden Small. So pickup of seven on the play will be a second and three for the Batesville Bulldogs, and that'll be at the uh, Bulldog 46-yard line. Small has what I'm seeing. I mean, some world-class speed, and at this point in the game, you know, that defensive line is used to Pullman and power, and that's a nice little thunder and lightning punch that the Bulldogs have found. Small again, the carrier, ball carrier. Looks like his forward motion should be yeah. good enough for the first down. The Lions wrap him up and sling him back the other way. But Yeah, his forward progress took him to the 50, which was beyond the sticks. So uh, it'll be another first down as uh, we have the uh, the Zayden Small show here on yes. this drive. He, he's uh, He's been impressive. It's like, uh, where, where have they been hiding this guy? But uh, still, you know, with the... You know, another another option exactly. in that offensive, uh, you know, in the backfield uh, for Evan Olry and company. And, and definitely impressive when you already have in that running back room Pullman, Kreckler, and uh, Deacon Hamilton. Not too shabby. They hand this one inside to the big fella. It's Bobby Weiler breaking tackles on the move, still rumbling and stumbling all the way down to the 22-yard line. And Bobby Weiler just said, hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> I want to get in on this action. And Don't I, forget about your fullback. No. <laughs> exactly right. His <laughs> best run of the year, his best run of the night. Man, just absolute power, just laying the wood to people, lowering his shoulder and then knocking guys down in the white jerseys and takes it all the way down to the Rushfield 24-yard line, six minutes to go in the ball game. Two receivers for Geisel up top, small in the backfield, dotting the eye. Small will get the call, finds a hole at a crease, and moves right through it. And he does not look like a freshman, Tom. Not at all. You saw his vision and you saw his speed on that play there. Uh, no hesitation to, to find it, hit the hole, and able to move it down Oh, about to the 12-yard line. Yep, picked up another first down and uh, also seen a little bit of patience exhibited on some previous runs. He, uh, he waved for his blocks to develop in front of him, so uh, he's got some good instincts, especially uh, you know, for a freshman, just uh, you know, absolutely no hesitation when he needs to and uh, patient when he absolutely has to be. So, so we approach the five-minute mark in the ballgame. Another handoff. Didn't quite catch the number of the runner. I think it's small yep, it again. Is. Yep. This time they wrap him up in the backfield. Yeah, Danny Korn, a 6'2", 190-pound senior defensive lineman, came from behind and uh, wrapped him up and uh, dropped him in the backfield. So it's going to be a loss on the play. And uh, actually, yeah, it looks like he said he got yep. back to the line of scrimmage. He used yeah, every. They, they said he did get back to the line of scrimmage, but uh, yeah, just that was. Uh, we're just so spoiled by uh, exactly. Small's runs that uh, so uh, so no gain on the play. So it'll be a second and ten at the Rushville twelve-yard line. They pitch this one back to Small. Small cuts it back across the grain and goes back outside. Man, he's got moves on top of moves. <laughs> Moves it even closer to the end zone. Tackled just beyond the five. Let's call it the six. 
and it'll be third down from there. Yep. They're going to call it a third and five, so Batesville can get a first down without scoring a touchdown here. They're you know that close, so. But uh, yeah, this is the Zayden small drive. This made Zayden small show on this particular drive. Back under center goes Geisel. Cade Kaiser up top, but they're going to keep this on the ground. It's small into the painted area for another bulldog touchdown. The freshman scores, and the wave breaks out in the student section, and he walks right over to the to the official, hands in the football time like he's been there before. There you go. I mean, that, that's that's great to see. Somebody yes. act like you act like you've done it before. And uh, so Zayden Small, a six-yard touchdown run, comes with 3:50 to go in the contest. Now Batesville has uh, hit the uh, double nickels here, 55, pending the extra point attempt. On for the PAT is Brady Wanell, Geisel to hold. The snap, the hole, and the kick, they're all good. So with the PAT and the touchdown, the Bulldogs increase their lead now, 56-18, to 18, an offensive explosion for the Bulldogs in this one, when you look back at their pre their previous three games. Yeah, Zayden Small capping off the uh, run. That was uh, pretty much all him on that drive with uh, brilliant runs uh, throughout. He capped it off with a six-yard run, a dart right up the middle, and uh, untouched into the end zone. Brady Wanell adding the extra point. It is now 56-18. to 18. Batesville on top of Rushville, 3.50 to go in the contest. In the scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance. In Batesville, see Rebecca Kraft. So briefly, in that third period, the Lions wanted to make this a ball game, and they did everything they could to do so. Uh, But credit this Bulldog coaching staff and team. They answered back. Yeah, and that's the key of a good, uh, you know, mark of a good ball club. You get yep. punched in the face, and it's how you respond. And uh, Batesville has absolutely responded with a uh, terrific effort here in the second half after, uh, you know, some uh, shenanigans, shall we say, and, uh, you know, a little bit of a, uh, a hold up there with a discussion on how a uh, late hit and the face mask penalty was administered or not administered. But uh, while we have a moment, we want to remind, have some uh, final scores to pass along for you. Again, East Central, a 55 to nothing winner over Franklin County. Lawrenceburg, 42 to nothing over Greensburg. Milan, 50. Switzerland County, 7. Oh, my. North Decatur, 21 to 7 over Shenandoah. Also, uh, Connorsville uh, trailing at South Dearborn. The Knights, 32 to 13 over the Spartans. 3.36 left in the fourth period. In the bottom of the eighth, the Great American Ballpark, it is the St. Louis Cardinals with a 9-4 lead over your Cincinnati Reds. Brady Wanell with a line drive that skips back to the 10, picked up and fielded cleanly by the Lions. Trying to change fields from right to go back left, and a full body slam by Damian Dance. (laughs) And as you can imagine, (laughs) the ball carrier... Uh, Keegan Bowles took exception to that full body slam. He sure did, and, and uh, you know some some one of the lines. Uh, I think it was uh, Bowles shoving one of the Batesville defenders, but uh, the coverage guys. But uh, he was just absolutely taking a suplex city on that one. But uh, 
It is going to be a uh, first and 10 for the Rushville Lions at their own 28-yard line as the clock uh, rolls on here with three minutes to go in the contest. Batesville again with a 56-18 lead. Jarman checks with me to the sideline, gets the call. We're ready to go. Quick handoff up the middle. There's a hole there that closes quickly, but credit to ball carry, able to make the most of it. Picks up about three, if not four, on the carry. Yeah, that's Harper Miller was the ball carrier on that one and a hard-earned five on that one. Dropping back to pass, looks out to his left, just off the fingertips, and teed receiver there was Chase Wolf here on the near sideline. Yeah, just uh, thrown to the outside of Wolf, but still a uh, catchable ball yes. along the sidelines, so uh, that'll stop the clock uh, with 218. Well, actually, we're on a running clock here, yes. so 56 to 18 is the score, so running clock employed here at Batesville. This time, fakes the handoff, got to keep him himself, is... Jarman and Jarman stretches this one all the way out to the far sideline and picks up a first down before he steps out of bounds. So, uh, you know, credit Jarman and uh, you know, his Lions still competing, you know, even though they got the running clock, they're still uh, showing something out there. That, I mean, that's an encouraging uh, sign if you're a Rushville fan to see them continuing to uh, compete this late in the ballgame, even with the running clock. Trips to the near side and. <laughs> trying a one-handed grab to Chase Wolf, and I'm sure all these one-handed grabs you see in the NFL are driving high school coaches crazy. Yeah, you, you, you got that right. I mean, uh, yeah. you, you need to quit watching so much television. <laughs> you got to put get, two get, hands get on those, it. Yes, get those two hands up there. On up the middle, balls on the turf. Looks like the Bulldogs are going to recover it. And we saw this one once before. <laughs> Yep, and that will uh, stop the running clock and the uh, change of possession. So, two fumbles and an interception has done more than spoil the Lions' night. Every time they seem to get something going, uh, they have those hiccups, those turnovers. Didn't see who was able to uh, recover and come up with that one, but all the same, it's another turnover, and the Bulldogs will take over here in plus territory. Ball's at the 46-yard line. And the Bulldogs, in this running clock situation, are going to just go to the victory formation here. They'll take a knee. And they should not have to run another play. There was about 23 seconds on the clock when Geisel took a knee. And in a show of good sportsmanship, both teams will meet there at the 50-yard line and go through the handshake line. And as double zeros strike on the clock, it's official. Bulldogs remain undefeated. They defeat the Rushville Lions. 56 to 18. So Batesville improves to 4-0 on the season, 2-0 in the EIAC small school division. The Rushville Lions fall to 0-4 and 0-2 on the year. So uh, a successful homecoming for the uh, Batesville Bulldogs as they roll 56 to 18. And uh, for the first time this year, they play under a uh, running clock, but on the positive side of the running clock here for the uh, the Bulldogs. So. Uh, 
So we get a good night and uh, you know, for, for the Batesville fans. And uh, even though there was some chippiness and uh, a lot of pushing and shoving and yes. so forth at times, there was some good sportsmanship exhibited in the uh, handshake line. So, uh, so with that, uh, that's going to uh, conclude our proceedings here tonight. We'll go ahead and step away briefly. Come back. We'll recap the ball game. Perhaps an interview with. Head coach Evan Ulrey again. Bulldogs victorious. They remain undefeated, and for their efforts, they get to host the undefeated defending state champs, East Central Trojans, next Friday night right here at the Dog Pound. You're listening to high school football on uh, streaming live at WRBIRadio.com and on the new WRBI app. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Make some time to visit your local Napa store. Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. This month, get Napa Extended Life or Green Ready-to-Use Universal Antifreeze and Coolant, just $9.99 a gallon. Napa Diesel Exhaust Fluid, $12.99 for 2.5 gallons. Shell Rotella T4 Triple Protection Motor Oil, 15W40 and 10W30, just $19.49 a gallon. And Seafoam Auto Marine Fleet Motor Treatment, $8.49 for 16 ounces. Visit Vaguely Napa Auto in downtown Batesville. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. When superhero students need super-fast internet, it's Great Plains Communications to the rescue. Set your kids up for success with fast, fiber-powered internet and more to keep them connected to teachers, friends, and family. Super-fast internet for your superhero students and money-saving offers from your hometown internet hero, Great Plains Communications. Sign up now to take advantage of great back-to-school offers at gpcom.com or call 833-341-2324. Offer valid on residential services only through September 22, 2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at TudorSquare.com. This is the Pigskin Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area football games. Welcome back, football fans. We've got a final for you here from the Dog Pound. Bulldogs victorious once again. They defeat the visiting Rushville Lions. Your final, 56-18. to 
And uh, Will Geisel with three touchdown passes on the night. Gage Pullman with three TD runs as well. So Batesville with the win improves to 4-0 on the season, 2-0 in the EIAC Small School Division. Rushville falls to 0-4 on the year and 0-1 in the EIAC Small School Division. As far as uh, what's uh, up for these teams, uh, it'll be uh, Rushville, the uh, Battle of the State Route 44, uh, the War on 44. They will be home against the Connorsville Spartans at 7 o'clock kickoff. And, uh, of course, that ends the first four road games of the season, first four uh, games of the year for Rushville. They've played all of them on the road, and uh, they will have four straight at home before ending the season at Greensburg. Meantime, the Batesville Bulldogs, uh, they get to uh, take on the defending Class 4A state champion East Central Trojans in a battle of unbeatens. That'll be uh, here at the Dog Pound, 7 o'clock kickoff. And uh, we'll be on uh, not only uh, 103.9 WRBI, but also WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. And I believe that's going to be uh, Rob Moorhead, yours truly, and uh, on the call with Jerry Stanger providing some uh, halftime and uh, postgame analysis as well. So uh, that's what uh, we've got coming up next week and some other scores around the area. The aforementioned uh, Trojans of Jake Miners, a 55 to nothing win over Franklin County. Lawrenceburg 42, Greensburg nothing. Milan, a 50-7 winner at home on homecoming night over Switzerland County. North Decatur over Shenandoah, 21-7. And South Dearborn uh, late in that ballgame with three and a half minutes remaining, leading the Connorsville Spartans 32-13. And it is the top of the ninth at Great American Ballpark, the St. Louis Cardinals on top of the Cincinnati Reds, 9-4. So I can't say enough about this Rushville club and the direction that they are going in, Tom. You mm-hmm. can't get uh, uh, disappointed. Uh, you can't be uh, down about the record. You have to look at the incremental improvements. If you just go back to a year ago, you say, this Rushville team only scored seven points. Tonight they scored, they get in the end zone three different times. Um, that's an improvement. Especially when you look at it from uh, the standpoint that this is a much better defense for the Bulldogs this year than what they had last year, yet the the Lions come in here and they score three times as opposed to just one. That's an improvement. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I've been high on uh, Isaac Slager since day one because he implemented the uh, the weight training program um, in the offseason when he took over the Rushville program. And, uh, you know, you're seeing some good things. Uh, The results may not be there, but the thing is, this takes time. I mean, he's in his third season. And uh, I expect to see some uh, improvement and, uh, you know, even some wins along the way before everything is all said and done. And uh, so market improvement, I think the program is really going to take some steps under his leadership. And then uh, Batesville, you know, continue to uh, roll on, do what uh, they need to do. Still some things that uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Allen. Uh, Ulrey is not going to be happy about, but nevertheless, they're 4-0 and uh, 2-0 in the EIAC Small School Division. And, of course, uh, they, you know, they, they take on a 4A opponent to East Central next week here at home. But at the same time, you know, uh, they they showed some things, some improvements, some new things. And, you know, a revelation in the backfield late in the ballgame and oh, cleanup yes. time. And uh, the freshman, uh, Zayden Small, who uh, put together – who put together a brilliant uh, drive and uh, capped it off with a six-yard run, which uh, capped off the scoring tonight. Yeah, it was a really good offensive performance uh, from the Bulldogs. You went through the scoring, and you could see it. They did it in the air. They did it on the ground. Um, And the defense, 
um, had its moments with three takeaways. Um, just uh, an all-around um, good performance. They still have yet, though, Tom, to put together four quarters. They're still yet to put together all three phases, uh, whether it you know offense, defense, and special teams. Um, and they've gotten away with it up until this point. They have, but, and but, this, but not next week. It's, right. it's going to be a different ball game because you know special teams you mentioned because of block kicks, yes, and also uh, fumbled snaps and so forth, and then also a uh, kick coverage. Yes, I mean that's a dynamite team that's going to be coming in here to uh, do uh, Batesville the, the dog pound, and uh, you know you make some mistakes, and uh, especially on the special teams coverage and kick coverage. And uh, it's going to be over uh, quick as a hiccup. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Each and every one of the mistakes that you've seen the dogs make, whether it was this week or last week, easily could result in six points against their opponent next week. And then Lawrenceburg is down the road as well. So the same yep, thing. The is, week after. Yeah. Yep. So the same thing is true. These 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 lapses of judgment, these um, letdowns, you know, in the middle quarters. Uh, or this going to sleep at the wheel, whatever you want to call it, you won't be able to do that next week or, or the week after. Uh, again, uh, they've been able to get away with it up until this point, and there's no doubt in my mind that this coaching staff, that's probably on their minds as job one of what they've got to get worked out of this program this week. Yeah, I mean, and we'll see uh, We'll see what happens as far as next week when uh, everything plays out. So, um but, yeah, so, again, Batesville, a 56-18 to 18 winner over Rushville this evening. And, uh, of course, if uh, you know, any scores that we don't have, uh, be sure to check our website, wrbiradio.com, and uh, we will have those scores uh, posted for you here um, before uh, too long. Looks like I've got a host of dogs heading our way. I see Deacon Hamilton along with uh, what I believe to be Gage Pullman. And that's possibly Will Geisel. uh, He's got his jersey pulled up, so I can't see the number. But I know Will likes to do that after games to kind of either show off that six-pack or or air out his core, one of the two. (laughs) Yeah, whichever. (laughs) But, But, yes, they are heading this way here. In just a few minutes. And uh, so we'll have an opportunity to speak with those young men. And then after we speak with them. And Batesville High School uh, got that uh, that grant, $500,000 from the Indiana Department of Education. So the uh, the, the power of the people uh, came through tonight. It was a $250,000 grant. And it uh, goes to uh, five hundred thousand dollars is the uh, is the final tally. So Batesville able to uh, get all the uh, uh, get the votes going there and able to uh, come up with it as we were joined. And it's Alex Kreckler who was yes. actually uh, joining us along with uh, Gage Pullman and uh, Deacon Hamilton. There, they'll be joining us in the uh, post game show here momentarily as we wait for. Evan Ulrey. So uh, why don't we go ahead and get these guys taken care of here? And certainly, we've come got, on, Deacon. As we as we step into the running back room of this bulldog offense, we'll start things off talking with Deacon Hamilton. Deacon, you had a thirty-three yard touchdown scamper here tonight. Your first touchdown of the season. Tell me what that felt like. It felt amazing, really, and I can't really thank anybody but our O-line. Yeah. Our O-line has done phenomenal this season. Just assignments, gaps, everything. They, they can just do it all, really. Yeah, no doubt about it. You are in a running back room with 
um, some really good backs. What's it like going in week in, week out when you guys are in practice, knowing that any one of you can tote the mail at any time and you just got to be ready when your number's called? Uh, what's that like having that type of, uh, you know, going in with your brothers like that every week? Oh, it's a friendly competition. We like to, we like to get at it with each other and, you know, we push each other to be the best we possibly can because we want to see each other exceed and strive and just kick some ass. Well, listen, Deacon, <laughs> we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, congratulations on the first uh, touchdown. I know there will be many more. And we pass the mic down to uh, Alex Kreckler. Mr. Ballhawk here. And uh, also uh, got in on the act offensively as well as expected. But, uh, and, you know, obviously, I mean, uh, you've had uh, interceptions in every game this week, this year, including three last week. I mean, uh, that's got to be a special uh, point of emphasis and a special uh, point of pride for you to uh, come up with those interceptions and uh, you know create some opportunities for your offense. Oh, yeah. i got to thank my D-line, though. If it wasn't for them, getting pressure on the quarterback, I don't even know how many. I don't know if I'd have many picks. There was one pick that you got here late in this game. It looked like uh, the Rushville quarterback kind of trained his eyes on the receiver maybe a beat too long, and you just... <laughs> made a missile-like dart to the point of the attack um, and were able to snatch that one out of the sky. When you're back there, kind of in center field, uh, watching, uh, the, watching the quarterback, I mean, what's that like to, to be able to make that jump, make that move, and be exactly right? Oh, it feels amazing. Uh, I got to thank my outside linebackers, Deacon and John D. Uh-huh. If they don't jam those receivers and they're getting back there and not touched, it's really, really hard to make a play. Well, AK, listen, it's been a pleasure watching you this season on both sides of the ball. Uh, you really had a huge week one uh, carrying the mail and getting it done on the ground. And, and like Tom said, I mean, you've had an interception in every single ball game. Um, so uh, we look forward to seeing a whole lot more. And uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. And then we'll pass the baton. Well, actually, the microphone, the handheld microphone to Gage Pullman. Three touchdown runs tonight, uh, Gage, and uh, your thoughts on uh, your productivity tonight. Um, well, I think I'm very happy with how I did, but as they said, I couldn't have done any of it without my O-line. Um, I love those guys to death. I, I don't know what I would do without them. You, you, um, you're wearing number ten, and there was another Pullman uh, yes. that wore that same number. What does it I think mean? You know him. <laughs> what does that mean to you to be able to put that number on every every Friday night? But more importantly, live up to what that number meant uh, for so many years before. It, it means so much to me. I mean, me and my brother, I love him so much, and he has helped me so much to get here. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't be where I am now if it weren't for him. Well, that 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 is um, definitely awesome to hear. And you play a little defense too, both ways. There were a couple of plays there too where you were, um, as they say, laying the wood on some would-be uh, uh, offensive players. Tell me, what do you what do you like more? You like toting the rock, getting in the painted area, or you, you like seeing a running back coming through the line and you just laying them out flat? I gotta say, I, li- I like carrying the ball more. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Gee, by there's, a, there, there's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, nope, uh, not at all. Gage, I'll ask you this. Uh, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. You, everybody else on the, the Bulldog team, you already have next week circled on your calendar. You know it's going to be uh, an all hands on deck situation. It's going to take everybody and everything. Um, what is it like when you, you know, you're going up against? 
the defending state champion? It's definitely it can be daunting, sure. but if we pull together as a team, I have no doubt that we can stay in that game. Um, I have every bit of confidence in my teammates and trust. Well, right. you'll definitely have that opportunity next Friday night right here at home. And, uh, Gage, congratulations on a big win, a big game here tonight, and we look forward to seeing what you do the rest of the season. Thank you. All right. So with that, uh, thanks, Gage Pullman, and uh, also Alex Crackler and Deacon Hamilton. Deacon Hamilton, yes. So that so we've we've got everybody accounted for now, and uh, now we're going to bring in the uh, head coach of the victorious Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulrey. And uh, before we get in the uh, the meat of the order here, uh, Coach. Uh, uh, where, where'd you get this uh, Zayden Smith kid, this freshman? Now, you want you want to talk about revelation? <laughs> yeah, Zayden uh, Zayden Small. Yeah, in, Zayden, yeah. Zayden Small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's small, but and boy, is he mighty and, and he's shifty and um, and he's been one one of those guys. I think we've talked a little bit on the radio. He's had a really good freshman season so far, and um, we've kind of sprinkled him in a little bit, a quarter here or there at JB, and um, you know he's practiced really well. And uh, we, we've kind of prepped him a little bit this week, um, you know, both potentially defensively, offensively. And, um, you know, the opportunity presented itself tonight to, you know, there were, get Gage out of that game, you know, about eight to nine minutes to go and um, let him go run behind a varsity offensive, offensive line right. um, with, a, with a varsity quarterback and I think get his feet wet. You know, I think that was kind of the opportunity. It was good, good to get that opportunity uh, for him, you know, because I can remember first Friday night, you know, and, and, and everything just feels it's so much different. It's yes. so much faster. But yeah. um, to, get, you know, to see you know, him and Bobby just kind of and, and, you know, just methodically work together a drive, uh, um, you know, was good. It was good for him. I'm sure he'll remember that moment uh, for, for a while. And, and now we've just got to continue to prep him, um, you know, because that's the thing is we've got some weapons. Um, but as you probably saw, he's got a little different gear. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. He probably had a little more room to work with too tonight than what he's accustomed to with that that big old line, Coach. I have to ask, and I, I personally had thought about it all week long. Of course, you and I haven't spoke since uh, uh, last Friday night, but it would be very easy this week for this to be the classic trap game. Not only are your team undefeated, not only do you had homecoming and all of those extra things going on you also have maybe one of your biggest games of the season the next week what was the message to the team to keep them focused on what's here and now in front of them without having to you know whether you're thinking about homecoming or whether you're thinking about next week it was not easy um i will say and i think not necessarily i think sometimes just the distractions of homecoming and and kids being kids and i think Mm -hmm. you know we start getting into that week four and you kind of are in a rhythm but at the same time you you gotta some kids depending on you know you gotta kind of reel them back in and stay focused because sometimes things can quote unquote get monotonous or the regimen so you got to figure out ways to keep them locked in lasered in and, and i thought that the message uh, to my guys last friday and throughout the week um they i think i think they knew that we were not pleased mm-hmm. with the way we finished last week right. um you know that let it let it you know a good team in south dearborn hang around we wasted a lot of opportunities uh, and we had to do better at finishing and mm-hmm. and you know, and there's we still got a lot of room to grow. We had a lot, a couple miscues today that caused us to burn timeouts because, sure. again, um, you know, again, just I, you know, 
just things that we can do to get out of our own way, you know, that we can do, that we needed to continue to do better. And, um, you know, so, uh, again, um, but, yeah, the message just simply was get better. And that's kind of the message to our guys now is it doesn't matter who you got in front of you. We just got to continue to get better. Uh, just, you know, uh, you know, all of us just incrementally, you know, just, just get a little bit better. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be – you know a ton it just but what where can i fine-tune my skill and and and, you know whatever it is mentally physically um to get better and if we all do that collectively our team's going to continue to get better and and our product's going to continue um to to look better uh week in and week out so again uh proud of our guys and how they they kind of created a little adversity sure um you know credit to rushville they, they're gonna play hard and I, I i have a lot of respect um for their you know for their staff and their their, their program um but i was very pleased with how our guys then took that punch mm-hmm. and came right back with a flurry of their own to finish strong yeah and that's the key uh, the fact that you got punched in the face and it's how you respond and uh, your guys were able to respond appropriately in the way that uh, was pleasing to you and the rest of the coaching staff i'm sure yes it was i mean because we Again, a little bit, you know, the onside kick uh, just, again, uh, you know, unfortunately didn't make a play, um, you know, and then, you know, just, again, we get the first drive, we're marching down, holding penalty, kind of kills a drive, you know, just a couple miscues and then, um, you know, give up a third and 25 and, you know, basically a halfback pass. And, again, just things where, uh, again, uh, things that we can fix, um, but in order to fix that, we have to do better at locking in consistently um, and, and coaching these guys consistently harder, I think, to to get to that elevation. You know, so, um, you know, that's just a thing that, again, I'm sure of anybody that's been to all four games, you know, if you say, what's the biggest issue right now? Sometimes we can't get it out of our own way. Right. You know, we create drama and create <laughs> adversity. I don't know uh, why, but, um, you know, but that's my job and our job as a staff to continue to try to fix that and get our guys more prepared speaking with bulldog head coach evan Ulry after a 56 18 win over rushville bulldogs remain undefeated on the season so that sets the table for next week both squads are undefeated somebody's always got to go what's this next week gonna look like here at uh, at the dog fan well we we just got to flat out get better on Monday and, and collectively each day. Um, yeah, it's a tall task, but you can't necessarily look at that. You've got to treat this as another week of getting better. Right. Um, you know, again, uh, if you get too you get too caught up into who it is and right. who's over there, right. then yeah, it can it can be like oh my. But um, quite frankly, uh, as I try to tell our guys, is that you know. They got 11 guys. We got 11 guys. Uh, we got guys, and they got guys. Right. I mean, they're, they're a great football team. Sure. We're trying to get to being great, you know. And you know, I, I keep saying we're good. We have not. We've not made a, uh, a statement that we're great yet. Right. Um, and you got a great opportunity next week uh, against arguably one of the best teams in the state of Indiana at sure. any class. Sure. I, I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I quite frankly, I. Uh, I'd say East Central can line up with anybody, you know, right. in the state. And it, you name the class. And, um, you know, so great program, great tradition, great football players. Um, you should be excited. Right. You should be excited, you know, for this opportunity to host them um, and, and to showcase what we 
are, you right. know, and just go play hard. And and uh, I, and again, last year I thought we played hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they made obviously more plays than us, um, but quite frankly. Uh, you know, I'm excited for the opportunity, and I think our guys again will too. And um, again, you know, ultimately, other than that, it's just another great night of Friday night football, and it's you know, it's good that it, it sets up you know two four zero teams. Yeah. Yep. And well, we, I think you're. I think you're right, though. I think your message has gotten through because I was, <clears throat> I won't say surprised, but I was really glad to hear Gage's response to my question about what next week, and he said point blank. As long as our guys play the way I know we can come together and play, we got a shot, and that's all you know. <laughs> that's all you want. Well, and I think that's all you ask. You know, you, you know, there's a lot of things you can't control. You know, sure. and you know, there's going to be a winner, there's going to be a loser. But what, what we can control are unforced penalties, unforced yep. turnovers, unforced cues. Right? Um, we can control our effort. We can control our mindset. We can control a lot of those things. And we have some pretty darn good football players here. No doubt. And we got some guys, I think, in the trenches. I think that's the thing, too, is that we got a lot of guys going both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always the fear in a matchup, something like this. But... Um, where I feel like we're, where I'm happy is that we got some depth up front, yes. you know, um, up front on both sides. We're, we're rotating a lot of bodies. Um, and like I said, I, I, you know, I think, you know, our collective group of um, athlete skill guys um, can definitely match up with a, with a lot of the best teams in the state, you yep. know. So um, I'm just excited for those guys to have that opportunity against a really good football team right. next week. Uh, and again, um, we, we just got to do, we got to play a great football game. You know, you, you're, you're not going to beat a great team playing your C game or your B game. Right. I mean, that's just, it's not going to happen. So uh, it doesn't mean that we have to be perfect, but it does need to mean that, hey, we got to stay out of our own way, um, create create some turnovers, um, and, and play hard, and, and play hard, and, and when opportunities present itself, Capitalize, All right? And let's go. Let's go give it a run. There you go. You know? All right. Yep. There you go. And of course, we'll be here for that game. It'll be on uh, one hundred three point nine WRBI, WRBIRadio.com, and the uh, new WRBI app. And looking forward to seeing it next week. All right. Thanks, guys. That was Bulldog head coach Evan Ulrey coming to us after the victory over Rushville, fifty-six eighteen. Bulldogs remain undefeated. And I think you can tell, Tom, there in Coach's comments, kind of what we talked about. Bulldogs have played good, but they've yet to put four quarters together. They've yet to put all three phases together. And that gives them something to work on here in the weeks to come. So that they are hitting stride just in time for that second season. Yep. I mean, you can tell it it was just a pretty – it was like a two-by-four between the eyes. Uh, The fact that, uh, you know – they look forward to the challenge and, uh, you know, that they've got to play their game. And, uh, you know, as Coach Ulrey said, stay out of their own way. So, uh, but uh, we shall see uh, what shall transpire next week uh, back here at uh, the Dog Pound. It will be uh, East Central and Batesville. 7 o'clock kickoff will hit the air about 6.40, not only on uh, 103.9 WRBI, but WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Also... Let's. Uh, I wanted to remind you about some other sports programming. It'll be another Super Soccer Saturday tomorrow on WRBI with the Oldenburg Academy taking on Heritage Christian. The Ladies Twisters will be hosting uh, Heritage Christian. That game kickoff at 12 noon, pregame starting at about 11.45. 
And then on Monday night, don't forget to join us for the longest-running sports show in southeastern Indiana. That's Coach's Corner, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza at 6 p.m. All right, so again, some final scores around the area. Again, it was uh, Batesville, a 56-18 winner at Rushville, as you just heard. East Central, 55, Franklin County, nothing. Lawrenceburg, 42, Greensburg, nothing. Milan, 50, Switzerland County, 7. North Decatur, 21, Shenandoah, 7. And we also have a final. It was uh, South Decatur, a 42-21 winner at Crawford County. And uh, so, again, uh, check out WRBIRadio.com. And uh, before long, we will have those scores posted for you. Again, a great job, as always, by uh, two of the best in the business, uh, right. Brent Lee and Annie Nunley, for uh, gathering those scores and uh, keeping us engineered and, uh, and proper and everything. So we want to thank everyone for joining us, and that's going to do it for us. So for all of us. WRBI, including my partner in crime here, Tom Snape, Brent, and Annie back at the station. This is Terrence Harney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to High School Football on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app.